stores have to purchase the product so that they host the event of a super yeah. pre-release where people come to the store, they they buy the starter decks at the store, and then like they play an event against each other. That's the way that they're supposed to be ran. So yeah, you can't directly buy from the website, which really sucks. So I gotta go to the store and buy it. Yeah, but only if the store is like willing to stock it. So. Um, oh, that's whack, bro. Nowhere, no, no place in New York is gonna buy this shit. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I hope that they release a list of like stores that actually stock it, so you can like see. Yeah, it. Our, call them I know first. our uh, our local card shop, like one of them that mm-hmm. my friend he goes to a lot, is like doing a full pre-release, like night for it. Oh, oh hell nice. yeah! So I was like, I, was I, like, I don't want to, I don't want to buy it, but at the same time, like if they're gonna do a whole thing, like I might have to pull up. Yeah, show who's boss. I call my local target. Hey, the, I know one piece, man. <laughs> Luffy, yeah, I, ca- yeah, I call these guys. Yo, do you got the Animal Kingdom Pirate starter deck? Oh my <laughs> day. Get this guy out of here. <laughs> hey, hey, boss. Hey, friend. You, you got the Animal Kingdom starter deck, bro? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, well, actually, if I could get these, I don't mind buying them because they're only twelve bucks. That's not that bad. I, I just, I'd buy all four of them. I've got the Japanese ones coming. This guy, fucking weeb. And I've got the Japanese go. booster box, which I'll open up as well. I'm excited to see what it's all about. Did you upload to the TCG channel yet? I haven't. Yeah, I haven't had time to edit the Pokemon video, but yeah, I'll have one up probably today or tomorrow. Let's go. Good. Yeah. And I've got. A, I bought a whole case of uh, the next Flesh and Blood booster set as well. Mm. So yeah, we'll have like heaps of shit to open. I think it what's, comes out twenty fourth of June. What's the name of the new Pokemon set? Astral Radiance. Yeah, my friend, bro. My friend is into Pokemon. Like he's fucked. Like he's so sucked <laughs> in right now. He bought a yeah. he bought a case like six six Holy. boxes, and then he bought four more boxes, and then two ETBs. Oh. And we literally last night we just like we were there till like two a.m. just opening cards like because him and his girlfriend both do it. Um, mm, they both like yeah. play they, at least like he plays, but they both collect. And then like yeah. um, like she left, and then we're like, all right, now time to open his cards. So like we're like banging out cards. Oh and fuck! We got like uh, we got like uh, what is it like the Dialga, the primal Dialga alternate art, whatever it is. Oh, nice. And that shit was fun. He was Hell. like, yeah, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what this means, but <laughs> cool, cool, man. <laughs> I'm gassed. <laughs> like, uh, but, um, that's sick. But it was like, it's fun, bro. It, the the saddest, like, I don't know, man. Like, opening cardboard for like three hours is fun. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why it's so addictive. I mean, it, it's, a, it's, it's basically gambling. It's literally gotcha. Like we're, we're, we're out, yeah. we're out here gotcha-ing right now. So, uh, it's, uh, it's fun for sure. I can't escape it. the gotcha, mm. baby. You can never escape the gotcha. Life itself is gotcha. You know, it's not Just gotcha the, though. What is it? Another episode of GGP. They're always consistent. Ooh. What's going on guys? Welcome back to episode uh, 68. <laughs> That's the, I'm, I'm lost today. Yes, it is 68. Episode 68 of GGP. Uh, you got the usual suspects. Everyone's back for some fun. Flame, Knight, Todd, and myself. Uh, I'm actually still doing the questions, as a matter of fact, while we're chatting. But uh, oh, yeah. non, oh, n- non-OPTC app today. 
Indeed. Uh, which is which is always exciting for everyone. And we love these apps. And you know, you guys have been showing some. I just want to start. Fuck, man. GGP right. support recently. Mental. Like I, I've, I've like it's. I don't know what happened in everyone's brains, but like we are we are banging we are banging views out. We are doing excessively well at the moment. And you know, we have to obviously first and foremost thank everyone that's listening because without your support, we wouldn't you know we wouldn't have this crazy level of uh of uh analytical success i will say but um you know the views have been oh. insane i mean shout out to everyone that listened to the yarnica app that shit got three and a half three point one thousand views in two weeks which is a lot for us as well which is which has been incredible in itself 83 wow. subs and we're almost at 2500 subs which is the goal for the end of this year which has also been ridiculous itself so i think you know it's very important to first and foremost thank everyone that's been supporting the channel Ooh, yeah thank you very much guys that's awesome i didn't actually realize that it was doing that well it's i mean <laughs> like awesome. 13 and a half thousand views this month which is just like for ggp yep. that's that's bonkers <laughs> that's that's you guys are getting, great we're getting bred up we are I'll, I'll actually give a little like sneak peek to the audience we are in the initial starts of the talks of getting an intro made for ourselves. So for those that are listening that are either involved in animation or they have experience or they have friends that have experience, get in touch with us or get in touch with me or whatever, like one of us from the pod or the at, at GGB podcast on Twitter. Let us know if you have some animation experience because we want to get like a nice little intro made for the for the for the show so if you have that experience by all means let us know and you know we can we can organize something or we can sort something out and then that that would be really fun for us as well but what do you guys want to chat about today what's what's on everyone's mind well, at the moment yeah what's, how about we just about? ask how everyone's going what's everyone been up to all right you know flames made his comeback on youtube that was exciting what was the tell me about that flame what was the what was the whole point uh, of that? What 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 brought that upon? What was the decision behind it? Let us know. All right. So I um I forgot what actually sparked it, but I was I was doing something, and when I finished, I was just like, you know what? Honestly, I I want to start making videos again, like for real this time. <laughs> um, I'm I'm not really sure if I'm gonna be doing as much gotcha stuff as I you know originally did if i do i might just make a separate channel for it because i want to like do other stuff on my main channel mm -hmm. but i'm gonna be um <laughs> unfortunately i think i mentioned this last week but i got into uh some figures I actually no, have a, this, my first this... figure my <laughs> first not... figure is coming uh june 1st so nice. i gotta i gotta actually amazon prime some shit so i can get ready to record a video <laughs> but, but um yeah, I'm going to be making videos on uh, my figures whenever I get those every so often. Whenever I unbox it. So, like, when we get those uh, the One Piece cards that we were talking about a little bit earlier. Yep. Definitely do those, too. Um, we're going to be doing some reactions. I'm going to be a React Andy. You know, one of those. React Andy, <laughs> let's go. So, you can uh, catch me multiple times a week doing crazy, stupid shit. Perfect. Um, Good. But yeah, I, I just wanted to kind of get back into it. Um, I might, like I said, I might make a second channel for Gotcha because yep. you know when you do when you do do Gotcha content, like sometimes you got to spam like ten random videos, and it's just kind of like all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, my 
as far as my main channel, it's just going to be like uh, longer videos and, you know, mm -hmm. more theme centric videos opposed to and, just... um, when you said like you're going to do some reaction stuff, like what, what kind of stuff did you want to watch? Um, well, as of right now, I'm going to be watch, uh, reacting to the current anime season that I'm uh, watching. I'm not going to start well, from the beginning, though, because I don't want to like fake react six, six episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I might do some other stuff, too, but it's it's mainly going to be like anime related stuff. Um, mm -hmm, Whenever yeah. there's like an event, like a state of play or like an Xbox show or some shit like that, yeah, totally. I might throw up a reaction to that. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically what I'm going to be doing. Let's see how it goes. There we go. Flying's back. I mean, like, just starting off alone, like, the thumbnail quality is, I mean, it's it's peak. I'll agree. I think your thumbnail is looking kind of banging, so I'll, I'll show appreciation there for sure. Uh, but thank I think, you, thank no, you. I think it's exciting. I think, like, it's, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I, I label myself as an OPTC uh, commentator, not content creator, because I feel like that's already, okay. that market's already packed to the brim with, with talent, I suppose. But I think I'm more of a commentator. But I think like there's always a, especially because like how I guess involved we all are with like communities such as like Treasure Cruise or anime communities or whatever. There's always part of me that is like, yeah, you could make videos, or like you could easily do it. But then like it's it's that actual process of of like starting and continuing, I suppose. Yeah, being so consistent think, with it. Yeah. So I think it's good that you've made your your return, and I hopefully you know you are you you keep that up. You know, because I think that that's always a, it's always a challenging thing to to maintain, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Like not only just like having the will to actually just like start it, like that that's already hard enough. But like making it consistent as well, it's like it it, it can be challenging, and especially if you've got other commitments that you got to deal with, it, it mm -hmm. can be tough. Yeah, Todd Todd can attest to this, and I'm sure Knight remembers the struggles. But I I would like to upload every day, but it's very it's very rough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna at least try to do a couple of times a, a week at least. Yeah, I think it's I think it's for the best as well. Like I think like yeah. I think it's like if you're playing a gacha, like I think especially with like again, I hate to be hey, guess what? We're a treasure cruise podcast. But like uh like with treasure cruise, there is nothing to do majority of the time. So like yeah. I think it's very hard to release a video every day for Treasure Cruise. So yeah. I'm very surprised that you're able. You're, I think Todd, you consistently uploaded like a video every day, I believe, more or less. Which yeah, is like, yeah, like really here good. and there, but like yeah, usually it's like on average at least thirty videos a month. Uh, thirty have, videos a month. So, I yeah. have no idea how you do it because like I like it, there's only so many ideas that can pop into your head with with that kind of stuff. And actually, yeah. make like, you, have to and, be, you have to be a bit creative. And I think it's also the quality too is super important because you could easily like upload a video of you clearing like a raid or whatever, but like right. you need that you need that quality balance as well, which I think is the hard part, I suppose, to to yeah. make make some consistent, you know, good content. Yeah, and like not not every video is going to be like uh, a, a really high quality video. Like sometimes yeah. it's just even if it's just like a really brief discussion about something in particular, like. As long as there's consistent interaction between you and the audience, that's um, it's the most important thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... Todd, I have an idea for you. Here we go. Yeah, what's up? Top ten treasure cruise boobs. 
<laughs> yo, hey, yo we, we attacking up in this bitch now let's go that, that's that's content that's content let's go <laughs> that, um, actually, that actually is not bad <laughs> that would bang as well you know that, that shit would get like fifty thousand views <laughs> as soon as you guys right. do bang we, we, you bang there you go put it in the back burner <laughs> put it in yeah, the yep put it on the list down. i want to mention as well night from our last uh from our last episode about speedrunning, has gotten into speedrunning a little bit, a little uh, bit more. Yeah. You've been uploading a lot of videos, actually, as a matter of fact. Um, nice. A lot of speedrunning videos. You have the you have the world record in one of the in one of the uh, in one of the Lego Star Wars categories, I suppose, which has been which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah. what are, have you how have you been feeling about that? What was the what was the push to kind of do a bunch of like? Because like when you look at your channel right now. Like it's just a bunch of random like speed runs, more or less. Like it's just like there's Dark Souls ones, there's like Elden Ring ones, there's like Skywalker Saga ones. Like what was the motivation or what was the the push to just start doing it? Uh, it was kind of for like a long time I always wanted to do it and like after the episode I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just look up some stuff and, you know, just start doing it. So I saw that there's like level categories in like the skywalker saga game so yeah. i just i just start with my favorite movie which is episode three and i just play more or less like all the levels and um i would watch like the first place runner and see what they did and then i would do like a run or two and then i would say all right i can like skip pulling this lever by like swapping my character like um doing some other stuff like that so i just look at the levels and then play them a bit myself and then just time them but yeah i've been doing that for a bit which has been pretty fun and then just like well for the claymore percent things that's been something that i had in my head for like a long time now but i just never really did it so mm-hmm. for context for when i first started playing dark souls the my friend mihawk he told me about the weapon called the claymore and when i found that weapon i just used it to beat the whole game with it yeah. and then for every other like dark souls game i always went to get the claymore and beat the whole game with it and it kind of pissed him off because he sure. was like, why you just use the claymore? So I always had like the like meme idea of just seeing how fast I could get the claymore. And mm-hmm. I just, I was like knew like how to get all of them pretty fast. So I just decided to like speed run and make it like a meme speed run, which was, it was pretty fun to do. It didn't take too long. I think each one of them like i only played it like one or two times before i did the one that i uploaded on youtube mm-hmm. and like since the last um non-optc episode i did end up buying that capture card oh, and yeah. i have that hd um 60 plus s mm-hmm. um elgato so um gonna be streaming on twitch soon so Ooh, you know look out for yeah, that. okay yeah. yeah i believe when i see it <laughs> <laughs> there we go. 
Nice. That's good. Good stuff. Awesome. And then Todd's just been chugging away in the in the mines. Yeah, same old. How Ended up, your... uh, yeah, just chilling, man. Just um, been doing the same old stuff as you said. You know, just streaming, making content, and um, recently made a another YouTube channel for trading card games. As um, yeah. I do it on stream on stream a lot. We open up a lot of trading card products from Yu-Gi-Oh to Pokemon to bunch of other games so i thought instead of just letting you just sit there on twitch i could actually like archive it on a youtube channel so that's what i'll be doing from from here on out and that'll be just nice way to uh you know keep all that stuff stored so yeah there you go pretty good but other than that like yeah it's just been doing the same old stuff nothing really new in my end to be honest just uh i guess uh something minor that a lot of people might not really care about but uh my football team in the afl is absolutely kicking ass and it's awesome because uh we haven't had much success in the past 20 years and now we're like the third best team in the league so we're kicking ass huge yeah we're doing well huge 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 good stuff how about you pappy what are you up to man look uh i mean if we're gonna get if we're gonna get deep gonna get deep meaningful i have not been in the best headspace for the last couple yeah of... man what's going on with these fucking tweets bro i've uh, been in a pretty shitty headspace um it's been pretty tough but uh we're getting through a lot of uh i'm, I'm getting croaky already i haven't even started talking but uh, a lot of real life stuff's been happening but that's okay um so i've just been good? just chugging along which has been which has been good to to to, to get going but uh it's interesting like it's interesting the dynamic that life can can um can take from time to time because one at, at yeah. one point you'll be like super happy super like enjoying everything and then at one point you'll dip um i just mm-hmm. noticed today like it was actually pretty funny so like like that like there's a situation with somebody that i like you know that i'm, I'm going through and it was actually like funny her friend liked one of my tweets which was interesting and then the mm-hmm. notification popped off on my phone and i went to check and then not only did she unlike it but she actually blocked me which is really, it's such, that's such a bizarre, Bruh. bizarre situation in itself, which I find hilarious. But like, I don't know. At the end of the day, like I'm getting there and like, you know, it's, it's, you know, you have your ups and downs, but, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been, a, it's been a, mm. it's been a, it's been all right for sh- for sure. Like, you know, I could be better easily, but definitely, okay. de- definitely pushing through that front. But I wanted to, here's what I wanted to talk about a little bit today, which, you know, obviously okay. it's still, we can still have a therapy podcast. It's, you know, it's as we, as we, as we can do with these episodes, it's actually my birthday's tomorrow, which is, uh, oh, shit, let's go. it's, it's exciting, oh. but that's not the point of it. I wanted to ask you guys, what are your opinions on birthdays? What are your opinions on your own birthday? Like, do you like celebrating blah, blah, blah. How do you guys feel about all that kind of stuff? man birthdays like personally i really don't give a shit about birthdays honestly like when i was a kid and like like a really little kid and a teenager obviously like it was way better because like um you know parents and loved ones would would always you know celebrate Mm -hmm. and give you gifts but as i got older i'm just like yeah i don't it's just another day like i I don't really care and it is cool Mm -hmm. just you know say just just say happy birthday which is nice you know people reach out honestly i really don't care and i don't don't know if i'm the only one that thinks that way treated as like another day Mm -hmm. yeah people still you know they'll ring you up and they'll say how you're going you can still you know get in contact with family members or friends which you haven't talked to in a while and stuff but 
Um, yeah, I know a lot of people treat it a lot differently. A lot of people really love to celebrate their birthday and stuff, and that's cool and all. But yeah, personally, it's not it's not not my kind of thing. There you go. Where are the rest of the game? Mm. How do you guys um, feel? Yeah, I feel the same. Like it's like it's cool, but I feel like when you're older, it's kind of like a Christmas thing. Like, yeah, it happens. Like, I get a present. Cool. Like. If I don't, it's like whatever. Like as long as I have fun or like a little bit of fun, do something kind of cool. Like that's all that really matters, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. For me, I love my birthday. I'm I'm Mister November. As soon as November first hits, it's my birthday. Right. <laughs> I'm one of those. I got the birth week. No, but I I really do enjoy my birthday. It's um it's on Veterans Day, November eleventh. Um, mm-hmm. the reason why is because I I mean obviously you know go out with my family and stuff, have like a little get together. But mm-hmm. I always know like once my birthday hits, it's like the start of many like uh gatherings, like because there's like multiple birthdays on my birthday week from my family. Then we get into like Thanksgiving, and then like then december starts and then like you know basically it's christmas the whole month and then new year's so my my birthday's at a very good time of the year so i always look forward to it there you go okay yeah it's fair enough yeah and yeah Yeah. i feel like with uh with like birthday celebrations like it's more about like just i guess the experience and like actually gathering with people like that is kind of cool but the actual fact of like oh you know it's my birthday like i I, like i don't care that it's the that it's an actual birthday i just more just like the fact that i can get in touch with other people that i may not have spoken to in a while i think i much prefer that over just the fact like oh i'm just going to celebrate just because of the hell of it just because it's my birthday like actually just hanging out with family and friends which i think that's more valuable personally yeah also also on a quick side note for my birthday specifically, a lot of really like cool shit, like games and you know whatnot. All that shit comes out Facts. like in the fall, so mm-hmm. it's always hype. <laughs> yeah, I'm Damn, usually you got me off to my birthday. birthday. <laughs> yeah, man. That's all, it's just, bro, it's just November vibes, bro. That'll be. It does. Yeah, no, uh, I'm the same though. Like, there's yeah. so many family members that actually have their birthday in November. I guess like, man, people just be banging in Valentine's Day or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> everybody fucks on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Crazy. <laughs> It's uh yeah like I'm I'm in a weird like mindset. It's like I would love to be the one that like celebrates, but at the same time it's like um it's it's tough because like I don't know how deep we want to get, but it's like I've always had this situation where like I've been the kind of friend that's like I'll plan this for somebody else's birthday or I'll organize this or I'll I'll sort that out for whatever. But then like that never got reciprocated to me at any point. So I got into a oh, position I where I got into a position where like I just had a distaste for it completely. So for example, like mm. tomorrow I invited like people over. Or I'm gonna invite people over. I have, sorry, by the time this comes. But a bunch of people was like, I'm I can't make it. I'm I'm away. But but because my birthday falls on um like a long weekend in, in Australia or in Canberra yeah. at least. Um so like people are away. Fair enough. So you lose out on a lot of potential people. And then everyone's like, oh, can you reschedule your birthday? It's the amount of times I've had to, I remember back in the Bruh. day when I was like, when I was, uh, when I was turning 18, my 18th in Australia, the 18th birthday is usually like a, like a pretty big celebration. Right. I, um, 
there was this girl that I liked at the time and then she couldn't make it to my, to, to the, to the date that I had set. So I rescheduled it for her. Six months later, we got into a relationship and like six months after that fucking just gone, left me completely. And I know that's kind of like not how you attach the, the chain per se, but it's just like, I've always found myself going out of my way to like, to kind of allow other people to be involved with the, for me. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, there's part of me that gets a little frustrated because like, well, this is meant to be like my day or this is meant to be like, you know, people are meant to find time to like be there for you. Then so you, you get into this like kind of awkward dynamic where it's like, well, I want to have people involved, but like, why should I have to wait to celebrate my thing and blah, blah, blah. blah. So like, I guess the overarching factor is that I've, I've definitely fallen into a, um, a, a distaste or like, I just don't really like, I guess I don't really like, I don't like it anymore as much mm. as I used to when I was a kid, like Todd said, like as a kid, it was like, it was incredible. Cause you know, you'd invite all your friends from school or whatever, or like your family might like organize or do something. And now it's just like, you wake up on the day, my family comes in and says, happy birthday. And then it's like, all right, well now you move on and you continue, like you continue your day, I suppose. Um, mm. So I've definitely fallen into that kind of, kind of realm oh, 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 for birthday kinds of feelings there. Well, I guess like yeah. to, to lighten up a little bit, what do you think has probably been your best birthday gift that you've received oh. ever? Jesus. Oh, damn. I, I got to think. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know mine for sure. Um, so when I, when I was, uh, when I reached 21, I, so my parents asked me initially, like, oh, like they wanted to set up a whole party kind of thing. Yeah. And your 21st birthdays are pretty big. And at the time, like, I wasn't really big into like the party scene. So I was just like, I really don't feel like having a big party for my 21st. And um, so my parents are like pretty shocked at that. But at the same time, uh, this was also around the time where uh, both Dylan and Jacob, they were asking me about going over to Japan. Mm. And then I told my parents, like, I wanted to go to Japan with, with Dylan and Jacob. And they're like, okay, well, as a birthday present, we can pay for your whole trip. Damn. I was like, oh, wow. okay. I'll take Shit. it. So that, that's probably the best birthday gift I ever got was the whole trip to Japan paid for by my parents. Wow. Hard to Fuck that. yeah. Yeah, that was definitely the best one I've ever got. There you go. Yep. Or the rest of the gang. Mm. How do you guys, what's on your heads? I don't. I don't know, to be honest, because... As of recently, like past like five plus years, I've just been getting money because I just tell people, yeah, just give me money because, <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna get me. Some, I don't say this, but I don't want to be like, you're just gonna get me some shit that I don't want or I'm not gonna use. So, give me, just give me money. Um, yeah, honestly, I can't remember really what my favorite gift was. It's probably something when I was younger, like a game console or some shit from my mom because yeah. mm-hmm. the past, like so on years has been money so i can't really remember i feel that i i yeah i um i got a car that was pretty fucking cool <laughs> like a full nice. under, like a brand new car which was crazy at the time yeah, i was very fortunate like very 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 blessed for that kind you of still got it yeah 100 i'm no i'm never gonna nice. say i'm never gonna get rid of that thing until like it blows up until it dies yeah because like it's such yeah. a money sink but like uh yeah I'm in the same boat. Like I, I only get money now, more or less. Um, 
and like again like I, I don't know if it's like greedy or if it's like a bad mindset but there's part of me that gets like a little annoyed when you get money because like, oh dude the- you should it. not talk about this with dylan dylan he, he said this many many times he despises giving and receiving money and gift cards as gifts to people like he just I, never does it and he despises receiving it i kind of agree because yeah, like, i understand where he's coming from like money's great yeah. and like it's you can like because at the end of the day like money you can do like a lot with it you can like you can do whatever you want with it at the end of the day but i feel like yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm bad at gift giving as well. Like, I don't, I mean, there's not really sure. a lot of opportunities for me to gift gives, uh, uh, yeah, give gifts out, sorry. But like, I feel like there's, there's part of it that like, you really enjoy the process of like, if I receive a gift from someone, like for the most part, you can kind of assume that like, they've put some thought into, uh, into like the gift itself. Or they put some thought right. into like what they're purchasing you. Like it's a, it's a little bit more of a personalized esque thing, but when you get money, it's like ah. Uh, I mean, like I, I don't want to like you know put words in people's mouth, but like maybe like when you get money, it's like uh, I haven't really thought of anything. So here's some money you can go purchase something on your on your own accord. And then at the most of the time, I end up just putting the money in the bank. I never actually spend it on yeah. Like at the end of the day, anything. like. I mean, gift cards, I think, are complete dog shit because oh, it's like, you know, oh, you know, you can, it will give you money, but you can only spend it in X amount of places. That That is kind of dog shit. But receiving money, like, I actually don't mind it because not only is it like, you know, again, you can put it in the bank, you can use it to buy food, you can use it to pay bills, you can use it to buy, like, whatever you want. Like, exactly. I do, I do like that rather than, like, them giving you a gift that you may not ever use or you, like, throw out or something that's completely disposable. You know, money... It has its uses still. Money is still money at the end of the day. Correct. No, I, um, what I about agree. you, Knight? What's your best gift, though? Yeah, I'd say, like, my best gift was when I was 16. At the time, I was a really huge fan of Tyler, the creator, and he happened to have a concert right at the college that I went, that, um, that my high school is nearby. So me and my friend, we went there, and it was a pretty cool concert. So I enjoyed myself there. Oh, hell yeah. That's always Yeah. Oh, I did that for my... I remember my friends were super into Travis Scott. I got them, mm-hmm. like, two mm-hmm. tickets to Travis Scott, and that shit was a pain in the butt. Because it was meant to be, like, a group <laughs> gift with everyone. Yeah. Like, with a bunch of people, and people were meant to give me money, but then no one gave me money. And that was, like, oh, when I was, like... No. That was when I was, like, uh, like, 17 or 18 at the time or whatever. So I had, I had no money. I remember I forked Damn. out. I forked out like three hundred and sixty dollars for these two tickets for them. I mean, they're they're my best friends. They're they're twins. They're my best yeah. friends. You know, so like, I'm not too fussed in the like right now. I'm like, oh, what whatever it is, what it is. But it was super lame because I was like, everyone's like, yeah, let's do a group gift, yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, here's the plan. Everyone give me X amount, and then like we move on. And then no one ended up paying me anything. And I was just like, all right, well, like I've already committed to this. So I might as well Bro, buy him. Fuck, and, yeah. fuck those guys who you were planning that gift with. Holy. Nah, fuck, well, yeah. I mean, I don't talk to any of them anymore. Like those people that I was playing, yeah. that was some crazy shit back then. But I was just like, damn. <laughs> I was like, fuck. But then like, it was worth it, which it's kind of crazy. But it was worth it because in the end, like, them telling me all the stories about like, oh, it was so sick. And like Travis came up to us during the concert and blah, blah, blah. Like, you're like, all right. Well, like, you know, like, yeah, like I was out 360, but at the end of the day, like, you know, they, there was a, you know, they, they've super, like they enjoyed themselves a lot. So it was like, it was, it was definitely worthwhile without a doubt. 
you know, it was a, it was definitely a worthwhile gift to to give them yeah. there. That's cool. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a it's a weird. Like, I can't I, even. That's, it, that's interesting. The just the other way, like, what's the best gift you've given somebody? I can't mm. even think of a good gift that I've actually given anybody, to be honest. Um, I mean, there's been good gifts, but I can't think of one that like really stands out as like, yeah, I put a lot of effort into that. Or like it was really expensive and like it was a really thoughtful gift. I can't think of one off the top of my head that was like one of um, those top level I'll, gifts. I mean, I'll 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 take the helmet this one and give you guys some time to think. Um, I would say like the the definitely the tickets were good back in the day, but like there was like there's this girl that like I've been talking to her for a while, and like we've had our ups and downs. Right now we're pretty rocky, but like she's someone that's completely on the front like she's like if you want to use the languages like her love language is a gift giving so she's very good at like uh giving gifts and stuff and mm-hmm. um so i kind of had to like follow suit so when it would come to like birthdays or christmas times you know you'd have to like and i'm and i suck at it i'm horrible but what i started to do was like whenever i'd hang out with her or whenever we'd talk or whatever like those few times or whatever i'd like mm-hmm. write down like like would be in the would be at the shops and she'd point to something like oh this this is really cool but I can't afford it and I just like write it down in like a notepad so I have like mm-hmm. a I have like a list of like things like potential ideas big brain. So like during so like during Christmas time she wanted like not like not during Christmas time but she pointed out at some point she was like oh I want this like uh it's like humidifier alarm clock thing but it was like you know and then like we walked away but i wrote it down the next day i went and like bought it and like i did that and there was like this perfume she's she'd been looking for for like like two months straight every time we're at the shops she'd look for it it wouldn't be available so then i would like ordered that online and then you know I, I i purchased that she wanted like a coffee cup like one of those like travel mugs so i bought a really nice one and i and i and i did that it's like my whole like gift giving process at least these days for people that like i i, I really care about has been like I just listen to what they've been talking about. And I mean, like, it probably doesn't go for everyone because you can't just go to all your friends and be like, oh, I'm going to listen and do this. Because I guess at the time, this is, I mean, I guess still now to not get into those stories, I suppose. This person's like pretty special to me. So it's like, you you make the effort or you make the time to like listen to like what they've been saying. And I write it all down. And then I, um, I, I purchase based upon that list. Like even like her birthday is uh, like 10 days after mine. So I've like I've already okay. purchased I've already purchased all her stuff. I mean, to be fair, we haven't talked in like two weeks, so it's kind of an L for me, I suppose. So we'll see how that. I'll update everyone how that goes, I guess, in the next episode. <laughs> but like, um, <laughs> you know, I already I already have all the like her her gifts purchased. Like she's been in, she's really into baking, so like I bought her like a, a nice apron that has like her name on it. I bought her these really bougie like uh cookie stamps. So basically, it's just a fucking stamp. But them shits cost twenty five bucks a pop, <laughs> and I'm like, Sheesh. fuck man. So I bought four of those because the shipping was free for a hundred dollars. So I was like, you know me, you know the vibes, man. Um, and uh, what else did I get? I got she's into Harry Potter, so I got her a Harry Potter hoodie, one of those Australian invention things. That's that's pretty cool, right? And um, I got her something else, kind of. Okay, remember. but like there you go. So like it's it, and, and all these things. I, I got I got her like a custom like journal. Um, with her name on it as well it's so like all the it's things are like really out here. i mean i just try man but at the end of the day i end up being a dickhead because my brain's fucked up but a, a lot of the a lot of the shit that i kind of try to do is very heavily based upon um is very heavily based upon like what people are 
like what people say. So if she's mm-hmm. brought up an idea of like, oh, I want this or like, and, and they haven't, and they haven't purchased it, then like, you know, I write that down. I'm like, I could use that at some point potentially. So that's probably what, I mean, I, I don't think I didn't really put out like one gift, but I guess that's kind of the idea of like how I approach gift giving nowadays. But back in the day, I didn't know anything. I'd like, I'd go to my sister and be like, all right, you pick something and I'll pay you money later or whatever it is. So like, I was yeah, like, because a lot of, that's like me with my sister a lot of the time when we go to like buy gifts for like other family members or, or whatever, like she's always the one that like knows how to get gifts. And I just tell her, you know, you get what you think is good. Or if I give her an idea of a gift, I tell her to go get it. And then I just give her money for the gift. It's just easier that way. No, I agree with that. But totally. I think um, probably one of the better gifts I remember giving, it was relatively recently over the past like couple years is uh, my dad is a huge comic nerd like he collects and buys a bunch of um like old school comic books Mm -hmm. and uh i remember getting him a like graded uh, like a high graded um venom comic oh yeah and uh yeah he he really loved that and yeah i mean it's really cool as well because like i'm a big fan of it too like i don't actually read the comics but like everyone knows the superheroes and the, and the villains and stuff. And yeah, exactly. it's really, really cool to see. And he, and he gets like really giddy and excited. <laughs> like he's like a little kid <laughs> in the candy store when he goes to like a, an old bookstore or a library and they're like, they've got all these comic books. He gets uh, really giddy about all that kind of stuff. So it's really cool. Yeah, that's tight. What about the other two suspects? What's the best gift you've given someone? Um, well, I wouldn't say this is the best gift, but this is a pretty funny gift. <laughs> um, so one of my coworkers back in the day, they um, they would always eat <clears throat> Rice Krispie treats. Mm-hmm. So their birthday came around, and I'm posting in the chat. I bought them this thirty dollar two pound Rice Krispie treat, which is big as fuck. <laughs> Bro, that's, that's that's too much. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for obviously people aren't going to be able to see this, but like it's basically just the size of like a torso. Like it's, it's Holy, it is massive. Holy shit! Yeah, only in America. That's, that's insane. Yep. Where I can't. It? I also can't go past getting uh Carissa the um like it's, it's like a delivery of australian like snacks oh yeah and those are also really cool like tim tams and mint slice and milo twisties like all the australian snacks that everyone loves so i get a mystery box type of thing or you just buy some Uh, shit you can like customize what's in the box so i remember i bought the first one i bought her like it was a bunch of just random shit and then basically the second one that i got her eventually was um like of stuff that she liked so i know that she 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 likes all kind of stuff and i remember mm-hmm. i bought her a couple like figurines and stuff yeah of uh like different animes that we're watching at the time so different yeah. one piece ones and there's a demon slayer one so yeah that's hey, get cool her any sugi woogies the hell's a sugi woogie what's that i don't know it's some australian thing you guys have some weird what? names for stuff no, <laughs> no i just made that up okay well, there's a huggy wuggy <laughs> What's the Sugi Woogie? <laughs> I typed in Sugi Woogie. The first thing that popped up was Sugi Woogie Angus Burger. Italian flavor. So there you go. What? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I can't yeah. say I have for that, no. Alright. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> then why? I mean, alright, now we now we know the Sugi Woogie Angus Burger. 
my god. That's the play. This man. This man's crazy. Right, you, what about you, Knight? What about uh, you? I would say the, the best gift that I've given was probably... Um, so my mom, like, she was pretty huge on, like, Harry Potter. So I think, like, 2019 or 2020, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like box set of like the wands and shit like that. It was pretty cool. Oh yeah. That's mad. That's mad. Mm. I don't know. Um Birthdays. I uh, I also crazy. have Go go. Huh? Go go. Because I'm not too sure if we're moving on, but I have no, at no, least no. thing that we could potentially talk about. Go for it. I probably won't talk much, but uh just I remember uh Flame mentioning a little earlier talking about how um wants to do reactions to stuff and he mentioned mm. that state of play and they did announce there is a new playstation state of play next week oh yeah so <clears throat> i was really excited about it but i am no longer excited about it why is this because i read the follow-up tweet that said 30 minutes of announcement of updates with some exciting third-party reveals which that means it's not going to be any like big playstation games because they're their first party um and a first look at psvr2 games yeah uh, so psvr2 i'm sure most people don't give a single solitary fuck about. i didn't even know that existed to be honest with you i, I psvr2 this is the second iteration yeah. like that's a i don't yeah. know that's weird Electric to me. that's a why but i mean like a third party reveal so like what other what are the big third party games that are um yeah I, I I think I think it's possible they could show maybe like Final Fantasy, uh, right? Because oh well, that's the question: Final Fantasy sixteen or Final Fantasy seven remake? It's I I feel like they're gonna well they're definitely gonna show sixteen before they show seven part two because I God I'd hope <laughs> yeah they're probably still in the heavy development phase I would think um they're not going to do this but if we got our Resident Evil four remake. That would be nice. Rezzy. Oh my or, god. Surely. Nah, surely they'll show something with Rezzy. Um I I know that they do still have to show the Resident Evil 8, uh, Resident Evil Village DLC. I just want them to get that shit over with 30. Are so. they actually doing DLC? I didn't know they, that. They they said that they were. Interesting. So okay. we can possibly get something from Capcom or they could troll us again with Street Fighter. That'd be nice. Imagine if they already revealed DLC for Elden Ring. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's no bueno for me. I'll pass on that for yeah. Yeah. Um I, I, I just uh, I don't understand why they're having a state of play now because the... um the big like game reveal week is the week after. Are they going to like stuff? Yeah, yeah, like uh, like Xbox is showing stuff, Nintendo, like Treehouse or some shit. So, are like, are they gonna have like, like another show or something? Like, yeah, it is weird. Maybe. I hope. that now. I mean, they might have another show. Like, maybe at the end of June, they'll have something, and this is just a uh, preemptive stuff. Maybe I'm not sure, but yeah, because they haven't had a show since last year, like a big show. Yeah, like, like I showing mean... all their new first party titles and stuff. Yeah, because we still got to see, like, you know, God of War, for example. Probably would be nice to see a little bit more of that at some point. 
maybe well, god of god of war actually just got um rated i think in europe so that means that oh. it's it's probably pretty close to being done interesting wow. wait is that going to come out this year it it's they they posted multiple times that the dev said it's still on track to come out this year huge yeah so okay. we should be getting that maybe the state funny of play side is just note. for that uh for that vr stuff and then maybe they're gonna have a proper show as well later on for like actual like first well, party well it it is confirmed that it's third party games and the vr stuff so yeah. we are gonna actually get some other stuff well third party games can still mean psvr too <laughs> yeah that's cringe yeah, I'm excited for it either way. I still like game reveals no matter what it is. I mean, like, yeah, yeah a lot of the stuff I'm not going to play eventually anyway, but I still get excited for new game reveals. Yeah, totally. I don't play, like, yeah. any yeah. of the games, really. I still, like, I'll still watch and I'll still be engaged in all that kind of stuff, but I'd never end up playing, like, anything. I don't know. I've just lost that kind of, like, I don't know if you call it passion or whatever it is, but, like, I've lost a lot of drive to to sit down and play games as like as like a hobby i suppose more than anything why do you need like, to play all these other games when you've got the best game of all one piece treasure crew well yeah that's that, I mean, genuinely that's like that's part of it because <laughs> i feel like time is so consumed by it that like i oh, find yeah. it i find it challenging or well, not challenging but I, I guess difficult i suppose to like allocate time to other things like if i'm not playing treasure crews i'd much rather not be doing anything purely because like the trader crews consume so much like time and energy to just sit yeah. and, like tap tap and i hate looking at the phone and it's just like all these like factors i suppose but like, right, I sometimes it, i just like yeah. to be chilling and doing nothing exactly right like you know if i get the chance to go hang out with people i'd prefer to do that or like uh like uh, that kind of stuff so like if i can step away from like all this like internet social media like bullshit then like that's always the the particular ideal i suppose so i don't know i yep. just never find that i've never found that I think I, I don't know if I've lost the drive. I th- probably probably say that, but I've definitely lost the drive to like actually go and play new releases or complete games like a com- complete a game from start to finish or like as a, a, a lot of a lot of drive in that front is, has disappeared for me. But I oh, still yeah. do enjoy looking at like the trailers and the new releases and all that kind of stuff. That stuff's always enjoyable to to keep up with nonetheless yeah like that that's so true there's so many games that have come out that i've bought and like got into and then i just never finished them yeah exactly yeah it's I, a, except for like elden ring one. that's uh, elden ring and pokemon those are the two games that came out recently that i just like no lifed until i beat them just because of yeah not only because like i was having a really good time with them but also the fact that like everyone else out there is like talking about it and playing it which also kind of motivates me to finish it so i can so talk about it as well mm-hmm. all right but uh i mean it's like even pokemon itself we have not heard that much regarding the new game yeah I, I was about to say i was gonna say speaking of pokemon i forgot i was coming out <laughs> i hate right? i heard that I there's different yeah i was just gonna say that i heard apparently like leakers already have like a lot of stuff out on it there's like a there's like this youtuber named blaine's he got really popular recently with like the um shining diamond and pearl shit with all the like um exploits you can do and he he was apparently talking about like a couple weeks ago there's like a 
group chat or some shit about like leakers and they already have like a lot of data mine on um violet and scarlet and about the new gimmick and shit like that i haven't looked at it personally but i heard that it's oh, out God. so if you want to look into it it's available it's somewhere uh, yeah. I still, i'm still disappointed that they turned around that quickly to make gen 9 and they kind of cannibalize, they cannibalize their own games very heavily which has been yeah. very frustrating to me i suppose because like they could have milked legends arceus for another year at minimum Facts. like they could have just kept adding I, region and region and region like it, easily they could have milked that game i just don't get how like because um game freak made arceus so i'm just like Okay, but now they're also making Gen 9, so did, like, did the B team make Arceus, or, like, like what's I, going on? I guess on? it's, like, um, my assumption would be, like, parallel development. So they probably had, like, both games working at the same time, and then, like, which is kind of stupid, because then you lose out on the quality. But, I mean, to be fair, there, exactly. hasn't, been, there hasn't been much quality in Pokemon games for a for oh, a very long time. I mean, Legends Arceus really did tip everything on its head, which I think is which is good. It was but, just something so new and refreshing. Yeah, exactly. But I hate the fact that they released Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and then what was it, like I swear it was like four months later or something like that. They released yeah, like, Legends was, Arceus, and then yeah, it was like, like two and a half months, yeah. Four months after that, they're like, oh, by the way, Gen 9's coming. Everyone's like, what the... Why? This it doesn't is, make it, sense. It's yeah. not... Hel- like, it's not good. Like, like I guess, like, at the end of the day, Nintendo or Game Freak, they're, they're winning. They've won. Because we're all going to buy the next Pokemon game, no matter what it is. No matter what the quality <laughs> is, right? True. So, like, they can really pump them out, and people are going to still purchase them. But it's just frustrating because I feel like Legends Arceus... I mean, to be fair, I didn't 100% the game. I didn't go catch Arceus at the end or whatever. But I feel like yeah. there could have yeah. been so much more to that. They could have added in another couple regions. They could have really expanded on the story. They could have added a lot more to like the, the whole the whole shebang. But instead, we have a, we're have in a position where... Like once Gen Nine comes out, it's the it's the Woody it's the like you know it's the it's the Woody meme or whatever where it's like I don't want to play with you anymore, and you're throwing Legends Arceus on the ground. You're gonna play Gen Nine because no one's gonna go back to Legends Arceus once they're playing. Gen oh yeah, 9. like that's Gen- the thing with a lot of these games that have been coming out with Pokemon is like after I play it once, there's absolutely no, no, no shot I'm going back to play no, them no, again. Not at all. Not in the slightest. No way. No, Plus, it's like, boring. Like no way. Gen 9 is going to be the next competitive Pokemon game as well. <laughs> At least, like, that'll oh, be the next, so like... True. Yeah. yeah, like, that'll be Dude, the next I game so they use for... for the VGC players. Oh, that's what I mean. The VGC God. players got fucked over. They got two games in a row that did nothing. Right? That's so bad. Plus, like, now with Nintendo's mentality of, like, we're not going to have... Not every Pokemon is going to be in every game kind of shit, too. Like, um... It's like Gen Nine. Who knows what's going to be available? And VGC didn't ha- now have to wait. Like they've, like they've had two games come out where they haven't been able to access access anything, and now they're yeah. going to get Gen Nine, which is going to be a whole new ball game, I suppose. But like, even like, didn't they recently add Pokemon Home connection to Legends Arceus? 
Yep. Yeah, they, they do. Which, like, fuck, man. Nintendo's, like, Game Freak Nintendo Pokemon Company is so smart. Like, they they take all this extra time to do something that they probably already have developed or whatever. And then they get everyone to log back into Legends Arceus that want to connect with Pokemon Home. And they get everyone transferring and then, like, in their ecosystem. And it's just a constant cycle of, like, being stuck in it. But it's funny though, because like there are people out there that literally don't play any other games except Pokemon games. And Pretty much me, like, like any, more or less. <laughs> any small little update that comes out, people go absolutely wild for it. It's crazy. Yeah. People froth it. Just I don't understand how people do it. I mean, that was me as a kid. Like as a kid, I didn't really play that many video games. Like yeah. I played like Pokemon and I played like some of the console Dragon Ball Z games, and like yeah. that was it. Pretty much. Yeah, but uh, obviously as I got older, I'm just like, wait, <laughs> these other games are like really fucking good. <laughs> Why am I only playing Pokemon? Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know, man. It's I don't know, like it's which their own. Yeah, exactly. I I think it's just I I'm not a fan of cannibalizing your whole market. And I mean, yeah. to, to be fair to them, like the Pokemon market itself is already so big that it's probably mm-hmm. not even cannibalizing anything at all anyway. Because the people that are like the the the, the fan, like, I wouldn't even say diehard fans, but just like the average Pokemon fan, probably bought Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, finished it, probably bought Legends Arceus, finished it, and now is prepared for the next game. Like, yeah, you know, it's ready to go. So they're not even cannibalizing anything. But I guess like it would have been nice for them to expand more on Legends Arceus. But now the new game's coming out. Even if they were to release a DLC, I'm not going to play it. That's what happened with Sword and no. Shield for myself. Like, they released all this DLC, and I was like, will I really... Like, is... First of all, is this worth me purchasing? And then second of all, like, will I actually play it? And the answer to both those questions was no for myself. So there was no value in me actually going any further than I needed yeah. to. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Sword and Shield DLC was not that great, so... If you're not... Yeah, you don't really have to go out of your way to play it, to be honest. I mean... yeah. It, in the grand scheme of things, if you wanted to experience Sword and Shield in, in, its, in its entirety, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's it's all right. But, I mean, if you're just playing Pokemon game just because it's a Pokemon game, I mean, the DLC yeah. is not that important. I just guess, like, I don't give a shit about the story, which is probably my fault yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Pokemon stories aren't really that good in the first that's place. That's what I mean. So. Like, if there was something that was, like, captivating, but then again, like, I'm probably more, like, monkey brain, like... I'm just like, press button, do damage, like move on to the next fight, I suppose. I'm not really concerned about the story, which is probably mm-hmm. actually something that deters me from playing like many like single player games is that like, if I'm not going to get invested in the story for a single player game, then I feel like you lose a lot of the nuance or value of actually playing the game in the first place, which probably is what yes. deters me a lot from actually playing games on like a regular day-to-day or like regular like timely basis i think the next big step forward for pokemon would be to do like real-time multiplayer yeah i'd agree if they're somehow able to implement that where like you and another player or like you can be on a server with people kind of like an mmo but like Mm -hmm. as a pokemon game i think that would be an amazing step forward but again and that's pretty difficult to implement especially because game freak i mean they're not the best game developers out there as we've seen with uh, some of the quality from from their recent titles oh yeah so i'm not expecting them to do that but that would be awesome if they're able to implement something like that well here's a question then 
is there anything from Gen 9, like, is there anything in particular you want to see in this game that's coming out in Scarlet and Violet? Um, like, is there any make, particular thing, like, anything of the sort? Just make sure the world is not empty. There you go. Night Flame. Kind of like... Is there anything in particular yeah. you want? Hmm. Oh, one? you can keep going, Todd. I can, I can oh. say... No, yeah. I was just, I was just saying, like, I just, I just don't want the world to be empty. Like, how for like Elden Ring, even though there were spans of time where you wouldn't, you know, come into contact with anything, there's always something to look at. Mm. Yeah. Whereas in mm. like in the recent Pokemon titles, there were lots of spans of things that it just there were lots of spans of space where there was nothing in between, or just the background looks so terrible you don't want to look at it, so you're just looking directly in front of you and there's just nothing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. graphically, not the best games, but we can't expect much from a Nintendo Switch. Well, either way. Exactly yep. right. Um, For me, yeah, kind of the same thing, non-empty world. If we can get a non-linear map, that would be great. Because, yeah, you know, always go, always go and be like, oh, man, we're all going the same way. Like, that's kind of ass, I'm not going to yeah. lie. But um, also, I hope I hope they really write the characters better because... I don't want to be fucking reminded every day that Knight has a fucking Charizard. Like, fucking Sword <laughs> and Shield. That shit was so annoying. <laughs> um, yes, yeah. so whack. But yeah, yeah I, um, I, I I also don't... Um, I think it's the wild... What was it? The wild area? Is that what it was Oh, uh, don't even get me started at the wild yeah, area. Yeah, no. Nah, just, just bring the routes back, man. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that dead, shit. Dead are, like, on the real, though, like, they tried and it didn't work. The hardware can't handle what they're trying to do here but then they for somehow they managed to kind of make it work with legends arceus so like i, I, I don't not, know how not even that like not even like on the hardware aspect like i don't know like in certain shit like i just thought it was whack like i feel like it, it robbed so much like areas of the game because it's just like the big ass area that all kind of just looked the same and then you just go to a town like, I feel yeah. like at least with the routes, like, they were, like, a little different at points. Like, yep. I actually felt like I was going somewhere. No, I, I but, agree with that 100%. Um, but, yeah, I mean, from from the one trailer that they did show, the game does actually look pretty pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. There you go. And, Knight, what do you, what do you feel? What's your, what's your hope? All right. Well, like, mechanically, I guess, um, I just want... I think it would be cool to, like, get another, like, shiny hunting method. Like, I'm pretty big on it. And, like, yeah. pretty much most of the games, uh, the, like, the recent games have, like, something new. Except for Sword and Shield, which I was kind of disappointed on. But, like, everything else before had, like, a kind of new method. So, if they have, like, one that's, like, kind of interesting or something like that, I would be pretty happy about it. And then on the competitive side, I would like for them just to add something where you could remove IVs because that's like the only thing that they really don't have at the moment and Mm -hmm. I think that would be really nice especially for like times where like there's a Pokemon where you want it to be slow but it just happens to have like a lot of IVs and speed and it's like yeah so it's like oh fuck well, I have to get a new one, but then yeah. you have to like start a new game and you have to like soft reset and pray that you get it to have like 
lower speed while you can already like max IVs with like bottle caps and stuff. So hopefully they make something that like removes IVs. I think that would be pretty nice. But um, also like with competitive battling, wasn't there like lots of issues with sword and shield? Like the customization of your battles were like really bad. Like wasn't there like a time oh, limit or timer. something like the that? Turn timer. Or, Far out. Yeah, I know that people were complaining about that. Yeah, so, like, in singles, they usually had, like, a longer timer, but then they, they like, shortened the timer, so it's, like, similar to the, like, doubles timer, which is kind of bad, just because, like, a lot of single games, like, go a bit longer than, like, a normal, like, doubles game. Okay. So, yeah, they could, like, yeah, they could change that as well, like fix it to how it was originally. That would be pretty nice because I know a lot of people who played singles like didn't play on the Switch anymore because of that. Yeah. It's pretty fucked. <laughs> I yeah, think they should just I, add more customization to battles. I just think like uh, like competitive Pokemon is such a good like concept, but it's way too hard. I mean, it's gotten easier to get into, but it's still very challenging to like to get into i suppose like if you don't understand yeah. all the intricacy like i guess the strategy you learn by actually playing but the intricacy of the ev iv system the natures then like breeding and blah 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 like i don't i still think like pokemon showdown is such a fantastic thing and nintendo mm. should just grab that and then make their own like it's like i, I would love in like uh again to bring it back to like uh uh, it's a fighting path, for example, how like the PVP system is just like, you have the character, cool. You can use them, you can use them however, like whatever like style or kit you want, you can blah, 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 you play, but I think like having it, having uh, like a, like if you're going into competitive like PVP, for example, you can just like customize your team in like a menu system where it's like, I want to allocate these EVs and these IVs and I want to give this Pokemon like these uh these moves and these items and basically just recreate pokemon showdown before the competitive scene yeah because i i think pokemon showdown is is undefeated completely because it's just so easy to pick up build a team or grab a team from somebody else and then just play and then actually get decent at competitive play so I, i i think that pokemon showdown i think they should nintendo should just grab pokemon showdown and just Make well, it you know the what game. they really should do but I, I i i don't think they'll actually do it i mean I, they'll, they'll, they would never do it but i think it would be a really smart idea to literally just grab some of the top competitive players to help them build their battle system yeah i agree just get wolf Glint. and then they could it's literally fine. tell them okay this this and this will help in the competitive realm it'll help with our vgc tournaments just implement it boom done but i mean you've worked with a japanese company you've worked with bandai yeah like you can, yeah you know what <laughs> i mean like true. they're not gonna do shit like it's and like and i it's guess their way on the highway exactly right like that's just how like japan has always done like business it's like it's all very yep. already set in stone there's no like innovation there's no um like it's all about like just sticking to the status quo of what the japanese business system is like so like no shot they're gonna bring in somebody i mean like it's a fantastic idea and i would hope for that too because i think that that would be way better to do as a i mean it doesn't even have to be english speaking people they can just grab some of the best japanese battlers i mean that's fine as well well. yeah i just think like i just think like they already like i feel like they already have like 
the next like five games already like like drawn out and they just know like what to expect what to do how they're going to develop it which is probably why they can develop in such a quick time period would be would be my assumption and i feel like the fact that they have everything planned means like there's no i mean like not the fashion say the fact sorry but like the the idea that they probably have everything planned out already is probably what makes it challenging to innovate or challenging to like change the current systems that are in place. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with that. Like, I mean, again, looking at like treasure cruise again, like I feel like a lot of the treasure cruise stuff's already set in stone for the most part would be my assumption. Like they have a, a flow chart or a mind map of like, all right, from the after eighth Annie party, it's going to go to this. And then it's going to go to this and it's going to go to this. So they already have the characters in mind, the like the quality of the character, what kind of skills and abilities, like everything's already planned out. It just comes. And I guess that, cause like that makes it easy to, to, to develop. If you have like a, like in like the, in like the, uh, like where I work, if you have a feature, it's called like a feature document. If you have a feature document, which like outlines the problem and what the solution is, and how you're going to approach the solution and what's the processes and how, like what's the, all this kind of stuff. You can give that to a developer and they'll smash that out in like a couple of days because yeah. everything's already organized and written. So it probably makes it easier for like these Japanese companies. If they're already, I, I, I would probably put money on Nintendo already having gen nine had probably had been sorted like four years ago. They already knew exactly what they kind of wanted to do. And it was just a matter of like, like continuously adding to that as a as a as a thing. Yeah, that's probably that's that's probably accurate in some fashion. I mean, yeah, maybe they've got like documentation and stuff written up somewhere of like yeah. where they're going, ideas in terms of um you know the region in the region off of, and then inspiration from that to build their game faster. Yeah, yeah. for sure the inspiration and the ideas to development like that process can take a while gathering the inspiration and uh, the design and then the actual development it's a long period of time so if they're doing everything at the same time yeah they can get stuff done quicker Mm -hmm. and plus i mean it's it's game freak and the pokemon company i mean if they need something i'm sure that the pokemon company would be able to provide that with the bank that they make yeah exactly right I, I I mean I think that I, I still I don't know like I wish that they would innovate a lot more and I mean like Legends mm-hmm. Arceus was the step in the right direction so I am I'm somewhat excited for Gen 9 but I'm also somewhat concerned that like it's just gonna be another shitty like oh we've made Legends Arceus but it has eight gyms like kind of yeah kind of deal so I think I I think I echo flame like I really want like and I don't know, I don't know how they they do it. And I think we've talked about this in the past, but I would um, I would really like a non-linear or like at least like semi-linear, like pathing where it's a, you can take a path, but like or there's like multiple like there's different routes you can take. So I can take a different plot path to Flame, and then he takes a different one to <clears throat> Knight, and Knight takes a different one to Todd. Like kind of kind of ordeal would be like where I would be happier, mm. most happy with because it at least gives you some sort of um autonomy in deciding how you want to approach playing the game. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of like why I wanted like an MMO. It's kind of like why I wanted an MMO because I feel like it'd be a good way to interact with people while you're playing your Animal Crossing style. Where it's like, you have your world and then people can just join into your world at any point or whatever. 
And then like, yeah, I guess you'd have to have some sort of like intricate system in the background. But if somebody joined into your world, then like the game would like either scale up or it would change depending on how many people have joined or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think that that would be a cool way to do it. Cause like at the end of the day, I think like the, the end or be all the, the most exciting factor would be having some sort of like Pokemon MMO esque kind of thing, which is kind of what everyone's wanted. Cause you could make that evergreen forever. Like you could just continuously, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't have to release any more new games at all. Period. Because you could just continuously keep adding then, expansions to the MMO. But then they wouldn't make money, would they? Correct. They could I mean, still I, make money, but I wonder how much they would make. I don't think, I don't know. Like, I think there's like, they, they probably have like a full like advertising cycle, which is like, we release, the the game is, allows us to release the cards. And then having the whole point of releasing a new generation game is to allow us to release into Pokemon Go at some point. So I think I would say Pokemon Go is still probably the biggest cash cow for Nintendo's front, even though it's a Niantic property. But Nintendo probably still gets a hefty cut, would be my assumption, from anything that they make in in itself. So there's probably there's there is probably it's like it's like with like an iPhone. You buy an iPhone and now you're in the ecosystem. Alright, you have an iPhone, now you have to buy the lightning cable to charge it. And you have to buy the brick for yeah. the wall. And then you, oh, they released the new ring charging thing. So you have to get the ring thing. Okay, well, now I have an iPhone. Oh, I'll buy an Apple Watch. And now I have an Apple Watch and an iPhone. I'll buy a MacBook. So the whole point of like buying an iPhone is not for you to have a good phone, but it's for you to be now sucked into the entire ecosystem of the, the Apple kind of ecosystem. So probably Nintendo, I would assume, at least Pokemon Company, has some sort of like funneling system where it's like, we get people involved in the game and because they're involved in the video game, now they're going to be like, like latching into the other facets of, of, uh, of Pokemon as well, being the card game, like the mobile games, like Pokemon, Pokemon Masters is still going strong, is it not? At least that would be my guess. Yeah, it is. For sure. Yeah. Like you have Surprisingly. That. I mean, I know like, and they they've been pumping out the content for that, I believe. Um, then you have that and then you have the TCG then you have Pokemon Go and then you have like all the spin-off Pokemon games and then like you just get more and more, and more involved yeah the anime as well um, so you just continues to get more and more involved in that kind of world so like I, I, I would guess that there's some sort of funneling system there which allows them to just be successful on that front there mm. you go I don't know big place these, corp- these corporations got too much money man they got too much money oh yeah they do Nintendo got too much money, man. Especially, like, especially uh, Shueisha. No, Shueisha's got too much money, bro. Otto has been a cash <laughs> cow for Shueisha. Easily. <laughs> Free. <laughs> Lunch. <laughs> oh, I guess we could probably get into the manga a little bit before we jump into some some cues. Manga spoilers. Manga. manga spoilers. I'm not going to put a spoiler tag. You know the vibes. It's a, it's a off app. We can tell you about whatever we want. How do you guys feel about One Piece chapters recently? Bro, is Kaido down or is he not? Because the community seems to be um, tied up in this discussion on whether or not he's actually like down or not. Oh, in the last chapter it said Victor. Luffy. Yeah, the new Victor is Luffy. Yeah, but didn't that happen when Kaido like when beat Kaido Luffy a couple well, times? Yeah, I, I, I think I don't know. It would be I would be kind of annoyed if Kaido just got back up and he was like, "All right, hello," like, and they just went back to fighting again. Like I, I <laughs> like the nah, Undertaker comes ass, into the bro. ring. 
I'd be pissed off if Kaido was if Kaido was still like. Uh, I, the the I, reason I, why is that we didn't get enough Kaido information. No, we really. Didn't. Like the the no. backstory wasn't rich enough. Yeah. So it would make sense if he did come back, maybe, and like maybe just for one chapter, Kaido's like, "Hey, yo, we back in this," and then uh, all of a sudden something happens, and then he's down. I don't know. I just feel uh, like we need something. Well, okay. So I feel like question... go, go for it. No, sorry. Yeah. I feel like he's down. Like, um, like all of the stuff with like the what's his name, Yashui. The um Toko's dead, like yeah. all of that, and like yeah, that story, yeah. and everyone celebrating and stuff. I feel like that's a pretty big indication of him being down. But on the backstory, I feel like I I definitely agree. Like I feel like I wanted some more Kaido backstory because yeah. that's like thing I've been craving for. But I feel like it's I I feel like it's fine. Because I feel like now, like Oda, like he's been writing Wano for a minute now, so he's kind of wanna not like speed. Well, he he kind of wanted to like speed it up to get to like some of the other stuff because this is like we're at the end. Wano said the fin, the like it's like the gateway until like the end game of One Piece. So he's like trying to get to like the end goal. So we now know like. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. So I feel like that's the reason why it kind of had to be sped up a bit. So I'm pretty sure, like, when it gets to it in the anime, it'll probably be more fleshed out, and Oda will be like, "Oh, I also wanted to show this and this, so we might get a lot more from that." But yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's what they usually do. Yeah, I just looked it up. Wano started 2018 for the manga, yeah. 2019 for the anime. So like, it's been yeah, four years. Yeah, for me, I personally don't feel like. I mean, we definitely could have got more backstory on Kaido, but I feel like we've been we've been here for way too long. Like this yeah, chapter like nine hundred and nine, not not Wano, not Wano itself, but like just this one scene and slash area that we've been in. We've yeah. been here for way too long. We've been on the, yeah, and, I, and I'm I agree. I'm so fucking happy that it's over. Because yeah, I, I agree. Oh, I'll agree with you there. Hey, we've been I on was, Onigu- we've been on the island for too long now. Like, Onigu- dude, if, if Kaido if Kaido comes back, I'm gonna like rip my hair out. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, oh, so what I think is, obviously they're not dead. If they're both dead, that's horrible. Yeah, that's um, a shit way to. to I I do think that they're done for this arc, but they are they are most likely gonna come back at some point. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like we'll we'll get more of them there. Yeah. Um. This is like a way out there theory, but like my friend was telling me about this shit. And he was like, Oh yeah, Kaido's not done because like a lot of his moves are based off like Buddha names or some shit or yeah. and he's only did like four of four out of the five and I was like, All right, yeah, that's that's a bit much, but um Yeah, you never know. Um but yeah, I mean I feel like we we got like everything that we kind of really could have gotten out of Wano. There's, you know, huge big reveals. We got our big power ups. Well, you know, a lot of people, um, what's it called? Like Zoro. Beats. Zoro. Zoro had a lot of, lot of buffs. <laughs> Luffy had a lot of buffs. Um, we Sanji, met a lot. Of yeah, he's alright. Yeah, Sanji. <laughs> yeah, he's alright. You know, he did yeah, thing. Now, nah, but we met a lot of new characters. Yeah. Uh, you know, a Robin. Robin had her shit. 
um now we're gonna get to see um a little interesting that momo didn't want to open the borders that maybe was, because that was he, an interesting factor i agree with that i feel like personally the reason why he didn't want to is because he maybe maybe he feels like wano is currently in a weakened state and mm. they don't really know what's going to happen i would bet that yamato's probably going to want to join i hope i really hope she doesn't stay in wano with momo that would make me a bit upset <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I'm, I'm happy where it's at and i hope we can get and see these post the post wano arc uh chapters because we all know that the post arc episodes or, or chapters are always the best hmm. I agree with your statement about Yamato. I mean, especially because like they've officially said like, oh, your new Shogun of Wano and they're obviously going to reveal Momonosuke in his adult form next chapter. Well, at least I yeah. hope. That'd be yeah. really nice to see what that's yeah. all about. Because um, they showed yeah. his silhouette, right? Or something of that nature. Because oh, I, I, saw, I saw the dragon yeah, go like... I was so confused went, by like, that cool. dragon. I, I When I first read that, I thought it was Kaido. And I was like, fuck, man. Like I thought... Like, Okay, so the the dragon that they showed with the tongue out at the end of last chapter that was Momo, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I thought that was I thought that was Kaido. I thought that was I Kaido, started. and I was so but, mad. I was like, "Fuck no, not again!" Like, yeah, because I was like, I was like, "Bro, this looks lame as fuck." <laughs> He's just like, telling <laughs> his tongue out, <laughs> but but um, now I know that from this chapter that was actually Momo because when Luffy hit him, he sent him straight through the earth. Yeah, that was or, or, oh, yeah. or Wano, yeah. whatever. <laughs> My... yeah it's crazy like he sent him into freaking magma like what <laughs> yeah okay wait so are are they like burning yeah, alive that, right was, now i was about to say what what happens to both these yonko now like do they get uh, do, 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 does the navy because like momo sends zunisha to see you later he's like goodbye like get out of here right it's like what happens with the yonko these like big mom and kaido do they get captured do they get like do they die do they just like get stuck in the core of the earth to like not ever come out? Yeah. Like, what what happens? They mean? went to a journey to the center of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Good film. Good film. Yeah, because <laughs> with that with their repertoire, like let's just say like they are like burning right now, that shouldn't do anything to them, right? <laughs> with the amount of shit the... that they've taken. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think they're down. Uh, I don't think. But imagine hypothetically, imagine if they are right. Imagine if they're actually like both dead. Like, what's going to okay, happen with well, Whole Cake Island and their crew, and then right. Kaido's crew, right? When like, when you say down, do you mean like they're done dead. for right now, or you mean dead? Oh, dead, dead. Yeah, if no, they're dead. That, they're definitely not dead. No, I don't. Think I just don't know what. What do you like? What, how do you wrap up? I, I don't know how to word it, but like, where do you place them now? Like, do they get captured by like? Does the Navy step in or something like that? And like capture them, or do they just get like stuck in the core I, of the earth, or like do they just like just do Kaido and and like Big Mom get like captured and get like imprisoned in Wano, or like what's the what's their deal? Well, I suppose. Yeah, because like that's the thing is like what is actually going to happen next? And remember that the with the Navy they were outside of Wano, right? That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, remember is that they 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 showed it was they actually put a lot of um panel space for when they showed the cp0 guy leaving one yep. yep. leaving onigashima mm -hmm. so that obviously means something so maybe he's going to go to his boys and say hey we need a retreat or maybe like hey we need to jump in we can go in Yonko now and down. we can yep. now we can raid yeah so yep. it just yeah. leaves like if that does happen like hypothetically if the navy does swarm into one or like what the hell does happen what happens then what if everyone gets captured 
<laughs> That'd be mental. And it's like I, escape, escape from Mary Joa or some shit. <laughs> exactly. I I also think it was somewhat important that he specifically showed us that Kaido's with Big Mom. That, yeah, I, I agree. Feel like, I agree. Yeah, because like I feel like he could have easily just knocked Kaido like just knock Kaido down and not not he, even mention that Kaido's on the ground. Um, he's he's, um, he's yeah. Lost. He's done. So I feel like some something is going to. I think the chapter. I mean, I think the arc is going to end. But it's gonna end like not like how they normally end. Like I think something is gonna happen. I think the I I, I would agree. I think the post the post wino is gonna be important. I feel like the straw hats are, end, are gonna leave, and then I reckon there's gonna be like a panel or two when they're leaving, where like Kaido and Big Mom are like, maybe they they're coming out of the core of the earth or something like that, or like they're. Or like they've gonna... been captured or something like that, or they've been imprisoned in in one, I don't know, something like that. Like what if what if like Zunisha or even like Momo with his flame clouds itself lifts Wano off of where it's sitting to avoid the navy raiding them or something like that? Ooh. That's a good know. point. That's or maybe Zunisha just says, "Hey yo, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> just, well, yeah, what if what if Zunisha into because like didn't Momo send Zunisha away? So what if Zunisha think... now like turns around and just fucks the navy up completely yeah it's a possibility because i don't, and I I mean, don't know because like remember a lot of the marines are currently um away trying to capture the warlords warlords yeah I, i've so been waiting for that. that when are we gonna get like an i want it i've been waiting for an update on that imagine pull up on mihawk like yeah we're gonna capture you that guy's like no Nah, bro. You need an admiral. Bare minimum. You need like you need Fujitora to come. Minimum, and even then, bro. It's like, look, what was it in Stampede? Fujitora brought down that big ass fucking meteor or whatever. Yeah. Miho just came in and was like, shrink, shrink, quink. See you later. Like he's, he's, he walked away like, as if nothing happened. Like you don't need a lot more to capture. Like these wards are fucking strong. You know what I mean? No, so, like, I'm ready to see Kobe solo boa. Pog. Pog. Imagine. 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 That'd oh, be that would be so hype. So I, I, I don't know. I think think the, worse. Because there's no break, isn't there? We're going to get the next, the next no chapter no break. next week. Yeah, no break. So it's going to be super interesting how they... Cause I, I, how many chapters do you think we, we have of one or left now? Assuming Kaido's um, lost and it, it, Big Mom and Kaido are down and out, I, there's no more fighting. The war's over. How many chapters do we have I feel, left? I, we'll have a better a better answer for that. Maybe like two more chapters because yeah, like we like it kind of don't like because we don't know if we're over yet. Like it seems like it's over, but like if we get into else. like one or two more chapters that are like this, then I'm like, okay, yeah, probably like within the next ten chapters or so. Yeah. Like I feel like most of the stuff in in Wano is pretty much resolved at this point. Um, yeah. So I don't know where else they could go unless if literally more combat occurs. But I feel like we've had so much combat that we probably do need to take a break. I mean, unless if they are just going to cut away, uh, which yo, they could definitely do. Oda's good at cutting away. Yo, quick side note: Is it just me or like I don't like the ending of the Luffy kind of kind of fight was kind of like I don't know. Like, which is why i also Black think Luster. that kaido might not be done but yeah it was pretty well, not that he finish. might not be done it's just like the like, way it was like paneled out kind of just didn't yeah I, I don't know that shit was like 
It didn't like I, I just looked at it and I was just like, oh, like <laughs> he's, he's like, like uh, falling into the ground. All right, cool, it's done. Then you know, like I, so I, much I of the Luffy and Kaido fight on the roof was so good, but to yeah. end it like that was kind of lame, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like it'll it'll be better in the anime. It's just like yeah. a manga thing. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. And for me personally, I don't think we talked about it on here, but like at first, like I thought it was like okay, like and I understood why, but like at some like couple of chapters in, like I, I was really getting annoyed with the like the cartoony shit. Really interesting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like, like I understand why it's happening, but it's, it's like every, every second, like even like random things, like the fucking trees, like screaming. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'd have lost his mind right in those or something like that. He was out of it. Yeah. I don't know, but I think, but I think uh, some of the times when he was doing like more serious stuff, like when he was actually using his awakening to like literally grab the floor and lift it up, like yeah, like, that, like and bounce yeah, it back. Like that's cool. Like yeah, yeah. I don't mind. How do you guys feel yeah, about? I see what you mean. Uh, to kind of wrap this up, how do you guys feel about this whole Joy Boy thing? Luffy um, being the fruit, Luffy, all this kind of stuff. Like, how do you guys? I mean, obviously it's. Has to be coincidental. It's it's a it's a TV. It's a show. It's a story. You know, Luffy had to be the he's the protagonist. But how do you guys feel the about how way it's all I sorted it, out? I have a feeling that Shanks knew what the fruit was. I agree, hundred percent. And I think originally the fruit was supposed to be going to Ace. Oh. I had a feeling that like maybe Shanks was going to give it to Roger's son initially mm. to finish off like the joy boy the the one piece kind the of arc that kind story. of story yeah. yeah and then luffy decided to you know what i'm gonna take this instead I'm and hungry. then after realizing some of the stuff that luffy was saying he's like you know what you you do have the qualities of being you know a good person so here's the all, hat here's the fruit and off you go it also like links up so well to uh when shanks went to the gorose because now like you can kind of you can kind of make the assumption that maybe Shanks was like, yeah, this kid Luffy, he ate this fruit and his joy boy. So I hope you guys are, are He took prepared. a bite of gum gum. Yeah, took a bite of gum gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like legit, like he would have had to have mentioned it was Luffy that has the fruit because when we had that little cutback to the Gorosei, like they actually mentioned like, oh, you know, that fruit hadn't been awakened in, in like Ex hundreds yeah. of years or whatever. So yeah. like, how would they know that it would be Luffy and would be that specific fruit. Well, it yeah. had to have been Shanks that mentioned it to them. So, which means Shanks would have known about the fruit. Yeah, I did. I because it's a, it, that was a whole story, wasn't it? It was like, uh, who who was it that like was meant to protect it from the who's who? Who's who was meant to protect it? They, uh, that that was perfect. Who who's meant to protect it? Who's who <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he failed that, and then yeah, like Shanks, Shanks got his hand on it. God knows how. Um, but you would think, right, that if he if if they're defending one of the most valuable devil fruits in existence, why would they not be sending an admiral or two? Nah, just send just send a fucking who's who, man. Racist. Let's just send a, a CP member. Let's <laughs> send a racist dude to go defend. He hates fishermen. This guy, get him yeah, out of he here. Hates fishermen. This psychopath. Yeah. And um, Shanks has just pulled up and said, "I'll be taking that." There's so much I want to know about Shanks still. Which I mean, kind of oh, ties dude. into film red, which I'm hoping it's a lot of information there, but like, um, 
I don't know. Like, what are what are the other two? What do, what do Flame and Knight think? What do you guys think about the whole Joy Boy? How he ha- how it was handled? Do you like like do you guys like it? Are you guys against it? What's the what's the vibe? Um, I suppose. I mean, I mean, for me, I like, I like it. It's it like it's super interesting and shit. But like, I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out like like what is it actually like? Is Joy Boy like? Is that just is that like a terminology? Like, is that just the fruit itself? Is it like? Uh, is it a person? Because I I remember like um on Fishman Island the pon like the poneglyph was like Joy Boy's apology, you know. Mm. So it's just like if if you have the fruit, are you just Joy Boy? Is that just the thing, or was like that's, was there a Joy Boy? That's my assumption. Is that the fruit is like the embodiment of Joy Boy? Would be my guess. Yeah, but what but, but what is Joy Boy? Exactly like, right though. I think that that's probably something that we need to we need to learn more of. I guess it's the it's the person that spreads joy. Yeah, man. Boy, boy, it's the drum of the liberation. Yeah, there you go. Like, mate, like, what if it's a weird kind of shit? Like, um, for those of you who have seen Attack on Titan, where the Attack Titan they can mm-hmm. see the memories mm. of, or I don't know if I think it's like all Titans. I think I don't know, but they can see yeah, the memories of like previous the, users and stuff. Yeah, and the future. Yeah. So, what if it's something similar to that in a way, but like not not like just seeing memories or something, but like, yeah, like the will of the person. Of will like of D. Users. Yo, Blackbeard, Joy will Boy D's, confirmed. He's <laughs> will Joy of Boy D. Joy D Boy. Joy D Boy. That is so sad, boy. Oh my god. Yeah, and like, I, I, even like Blackbeard, he's a fascinating character as well. Mm. I'm interested to see what what he's up to, and I mean, just with Shanks as well. I I, I subscribe to the theory that he is evil. Yeah. I still believe that personally. Wait, who do you Shanks? believe the pirate hunter Zoro theory at the end of Dude, World that Peace? theory is so good. <laughs> For those of you it. who didn't hear it, oh my god. For those of you who didn't hear it, the, the theory was like Zor is actually like a bounty hunter still this whole time. So when Luffy oh becomes days. a pirate king and gets the One Piece, he's gonna like kill him and get his bounty. What? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane because this motherfucker Zoro has almost died. So right? many times. He could have taken so he's many other dedicated. bounties. Bro, he's that dedicated to the bag. <laughs> Bro, but he could have collected the bag on so many other people at any point. Right. Or, right. Well, like, why the fuck would he... I don't know, man. I, you know what? I will... That If that is true, that's fucked. <laughs> that's so fucked up. Dude, oh. Oda would be the biggest troll of all time. I, w- I would Oda to actually end up saying One Piece was the fucking journey. Even though he like promised it wouldn't be, that'd be the funniest shit to me. Cause like his whole legacy would just be in the bin. <laughs> One Piece was the journey all along, guys. There we go. Well, is. like you know, you know how you know with Luffy and his devil fruit, and when he goes with his awakening, and he becomes yeah. very goofy and very cartoonish. Like yeah. I can see something like that being at Raftel or Laugh Tale, which is yeah. why everyone was laughing when they reached it. Like because Joy Boy's just a goofy motherfucker. He said some dumb shit. Yeah, a like, Lamal. Yeah. <laughs> a, a like, and then the like there's AO. still the thing of like the giant straw hat in Marijua. Yeah, like what if that? that actually was Joy Boy's hat? Like what if he actually was a giant with that devil fruit? That's be fucked crazy. up. Joy Boy being a giant with the gum gum fruit, that's over. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. That would be cracked. I mean, we saw Luffy become a giant when he went gear five. That is true. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So like so now that 
we've reached this point with Luffy and, you know, he's fought who he's fought. I don't know. Like, I feel like he should just, like, fuck everybody up now, Loki. He, he can. He's one of the strongest pirates in the world. For sure. I mean, I get. I guess Blackbeard could still counter him. <laughs> yes, which is why even Carter said in their fight towards the end, he's like, "You can have like the strongest devil fruit or whatever, but like the hockey, hockey is one of the most important things." So yep. Blackbeard's still just going to negate his devil fruit powers. Well, if Luffy's got the OP hockey, it probably won't matter. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Man, One Piece is cool. What do you think? Speaking of manga, Hunter Hunter's coming back. Bro, what? My man told yo, my man Togashi got two mil Twitter followers in two days. What the fuck? That's that's goaded energy right there. (laughs) Watch him not release shit though. Watch him not release shit. Well, well, apparent. Well, normally when Togashi comes back, he writes a whole volume, which is 10 chapters. And apparently that's what people are saying. That's that's what's happening. I don't know if he's going on hiatus after that, but we're at least getting 10 chapters. That's what I've heard. This man's so crazy. Imagine just like, you know, you make this really cool story. Hunter Hunter is a great story. And you just go on all these hiatuses. Like, you just don't give a fuck. You don't care about the audience. You're just like, you know, I just feel like riding up some Hunter Hunter today. We're going to go ahead and do that. Like Honestly, four years I after. That, I reckon after. that's what his vibe is. I think he just yeah. like gets burnt out. Because wasn't a lot of it like health related issues would be my would be my guess. I'm not sure. Um, It's health related. It was health related issues. It was um issues that he had with like the publisher. And then it was just him being a lazy piece of shit playing Dragon I, I, Quest. Yeah, but I do. Def- <laughs> that's, that's so funny, first of all. But I do definitely believe that he's in that mentality where he's like, yeah, I'm down. Four years later, he's like, yeah, okay. I think it's time to, to write again. And he'll write like 10 chapters and disappear for another like four years as well. Yeah. But it's just, like, the thing is, like, I mean, I'm not trying to sound selfish, but, like, or fucked up, but, like, I was at a point, like, literally, like, a couple of days before this was announced, we were, my friends and I were talking about about this. I was like, yo, this guy's, like, he's literally probably going to pass away before he finishes this. It's, it's, no, but it's sad, but it's true, though. Like, it's, and it's, like, I mean, like, it, I, I forget the guy's name. Mura? Mario? Yeah. Yeah. From, yeah. Um, Mura. from Berserk. Yeah, Berserk. Like, oh. I mean, like, again, it is selfish because, I mean, I, I haven't read it, but I've, I've only heard nothing but incredible things, right? But it is yeah. upsetting because, like, you know, you lose out. And again, it is completely selfish, but you lose out on the potential for, like, an immaculate story to, like, be finalized and completed, you know? Like, and I think, right. and again, Hunter Hunter, I'm not across Hunter Hunter to probably the extent of, like, the majority of people. But again, from what I've heard, it's incredible. So I, I, I so, would be, it'd be upsetting if people didn't get that finalization or like that, that completion to be satisfied at the very end of it all. So here, here's my, my little rant on Togashi. <laughs> um, so I'm going to compare it with Berserk because they're both very similar in this aspect. So in Berserk, which you haven't read, right? Mm-hmm. No, so, I haven't read it either. Okay. So in my opinion, at least Berserk has arguably so like the best storytelling and also the best artwork i've ever seen and he mm. does both of them which that's insane Facts. yeah hunter hunter on the other hand has an on par storytelling 
when Togashi wants to, he can draw very well. But if you read majority of the Hunter Hunter chapters, most of them literally is just a full page, the full page of text or like the the, the shittiest drawing that the four of us can do. Like, yeah. like there's <laughs> points where like it's awful. So I'm wow. just like, I understand he has health issues and whatnot, but I'm just yeah. like, at that point, why don't you just have someone draw it for you? Yeah. Yeah, but I'll, if I was, was going to say that too. But like, like if it, really it looks sense, like, if it looks that fucking shit, then what's the problem? <laughs> like he, I don't know what type of person he is, but he might be the type of person that is like really um, Yeah, like possessive. he he wants to do it. Yeah. He probably like, is very possessive. His... That's why it takes him 4 years to write a chapter, right? It's probably it's, it's mm-hmm. like I reckon he probably has the story done. Would be my guess. I think that well, he's probably he has a fair idea of what he wants exactly, to do. Exactly, yeah. exactly right. But I think that like he could have just as easily been like, "All right, there are some really good people out there that can draw and write. Here's the story, and you guys can, can continue it under my pen name, for example." Yeah, I would love that. But I think that he has a possessive nature where he would not let anyone touch his story at all without him being the one that does everything. Well, that's like, like um with one punch man right because when it initially came out in that web comic like oh obviously, shit. The, the guy that the guy that came up with it was terrible like he he could not draw and then uh murata came on board is like okay you know you can just tell me the story and i'll just draw everything and, and the guy's like one of the best manga artists like murata is fucking crazy half he those panels man stuff. are insane it's like, sometimes he draws stuff and you don't even know if it's like an image or like a drawing it's crazy yeah like a photograph yeah, I, I remember. I remember one crazy thing about um, Miura, the Berserk artist, mm. is like his his uh, editors would like like yell at him like bad because like you know how like in Photoshop <laughs> when you zoom <laughs> in like five hundred percent like and you're, you're like you're editing the smallest thing and like nobody could see it. Yeah, he would do that while he was drawing his panels, and like the editors would tell him like, "Yo, like, like what the fuck are you doing? Like you've been working on this for like three days," and he's like, "Nah." No, I want to do it. <laughs> oh, it's no. that perfectionist nature. I think a lot of Japanese people are very much brought up in that kind of mentality as well, which is kind of scary because you get possessive, but then you also want to one up yourself and be like perfect at everything you do. It's good because right. it gives you a drive to be successful, I suppose, at whatever you do. And I guess that's why a lot of Japanese people have like hobbies and then those hobbies turn into like skills or professions. But like, there are, I think there are boundaries like that, for example, where you're zooming in and drawing a bird for like, you know, seven hours on like a panel that most likely 99% of people are not going to notice what you've like what yeah. you've done. I, 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 just, I just, all of this just really makes me appreciate what we experience with One Piece. I agree. Otters, Otters G. And the like he's not the greatest artist out there but for what it is and for how consistently he's that's, putting yep. out content yep. it's yep. insane it's the consistency which is actually funny because that's we've come full circle now for our, our whole podcast today talking about youtube and consistency right but like yeah it's it's i i agree i think it's the reason why Oda is so he's a master of his craft is that his consistency is second to none like no one i don't believe anyone can match his level of consistency in storytelling in art in the consistency release chapters 
All right, I'm going to kick it to everyone in the in the audience right now. The guys are posting panels from Hunter Hunter and Knight has just posted <laughs> one of the worst things I've ever seen and simultaneously <laughs> one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen as well. And it's it's bonkers to me that this guy is doing this but taking four years to release Con- a chapter. Consist- bro, consistently bro, look at the one I just sent. Look at the fucking yeah, that, that, grass, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, that's how I've been drawing in the shower, man. That's my shower drawing. Right there. That's mental, bro. I don't know. All right. That's probably about it go. for us, was what I'd say. That's a good one. Bro, look at look at the off yeah. Why are the titties all the way down in his stomach, man? But my man, my man likes some saggy. Yeah, yeah some saggy zongies right there, lad. And then Morata came in and said, "Ah, I'll fix it up. I'll get some perky ones." Anyway, that was a bit crass. Nonetheless, though, um, before we get into the Q and A, I want to give a shout out to our uh, YouTube members. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. Thank you all for your support. If you're down there and you consider supporting the channel financially. You can hit the join button and there's a bunch of different tiers you can join at. Uh, and then whilst you're down there as well, if you haven't subscribed, do that. And also like the video as well. It helps us out a great deal. Leave a couple comments on your favorite sections of the episode. But I want to give a shout out to our good members of Rioan, Stump, Dave the Inhuman, Red Halo, and Dr. Erection. Our great members of My Drunken Monkey, Cody, and Void Seeker. Our perfect member of Kisa. And our three GGB producers, The Lord Shiro, Alex Wisniewski, and Omni. Thank you guys so much for your support. And, you know, we, we always Thanks, guys. appreciate it. Thanks, homies. But from that into everyone's favorite section is the Q&A. As per usual, you can send us in your questions via a Twitter at GGP Podcast or our YouTube community tab. First question from uh, at B Hematomesis. They ask, how did you get the idea to start a podcast? And how did you get it from an idea to a product? But I guess I can start by quickly saying that we did originally have another podcast that we were doing. That is and correct. then I'm back. Hello. Then that cold. kind of dissolved under itself. And then Pappy's like, you know what? No, let, let's keep doing this shit. And then mm-hmm. uh, GGP. Yes, that's correct. So, um, yeah. And then we were just trying to come up with an idea at the time for like what we wanted to do for a podcast. And I mean, we were still sticking with Treasure Cruise related stuff because that's what we're all into at the time. And then I posed the name Good Great Perfect, and then we all pretty much agreed on it. And then we just started developing graphics, and off we went. Pretty sure that's how it went. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't comment on that. I wasn't here for it. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, you were a bit later. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Kakashi Bonji says, Do you think we will get a, an Int Luffy legend? Um, I mean, potentially. All right, yeah. we got um, my man Alex with the next question. S Bullet, shout out to him. Uh, says, what console or PC games are you guys looking forward to coming out later this year? Um, well, for me, there's not really that many yet, yet just because right the like later the latter half of this year, game wise, just really nothing's been announced. Exactly. Um. So as of right now, for me, it's only Xenoblade Chronicles, which comes out in two months, or I guess a month and a half since it's basically June. Um, God of War, if it decides to actually release this year, um, there is a new Call of Duty coming out later. I'll get it to play with my friends, but not really that excited for it. Call of Duty coming out. 
I yeah. do apologize about what all was that. that. So I don't, I don't want to cut flame off there. I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing there because my Bluetooth completely fucked up. It started playing music and shit, so I'll, I'll sort that out. But I think Todd probably got his point across with the podcast question. I'm guessing, and then uh, yeah, um, so yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll really. suss that stuff out. Mm-hmm. I do want to say, bro, I, I just got a fucking. There was a package dropped off at my house just then. I'll send a photo to you guys. You know, as cookies are uh, worse than donuts, but um. Bro, no. I just got for my birthday. It's fucked. <laughs> you know, I actually don't get it. It's actually mental. Anyway, right. sorry, Flame. Right. I do apologize. We, we I do apologize. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Sir. Yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty much done. I mean, uh, as of right now, there's not really much that we know that's coming out. We'll probably, honestly, that we'll probably have a better answer for that in like two weeks after all the game shows. <laughs> yeah, maybe our next uh, non-OPTC podcast, we might have a better answer for that question. Yeah. Um, what about you, Knight? Is there anything you're looking forward to later this year? Uh, I would say like the only like games are like um, Gotham Knights, the One Piece Odyssey game. That game. I mean, I'm hoping it's like decent. Like, I didn't play World Seeker, but I heard that one was pretty shit. So, hoping this <laughs> One Piece game will be pretty decent. Um, I'm hoping they finally announce fucking Stray. It's uh playstation game about like a cat that, and you get the that got delayed, I'm pretty shit. sure. Yeah. oh straight yeah i remember that yeah i, think I remember it did. that let me see um and you, you know, like says, i played i played world like, seeker and like world seeker was like it had good aspects but it was yeah. just the yeah. problem with the one piece games is like you have to play as the uh straw hats and like i mean it's yeah. fine but Those bro, when, can, when can we make our own fun. character watching Watching, like, because you streamed World Seeker. I remember I was in the chat for a lot of yeah. it. The worst part was there was no music in the open world, like, sections of it. I feel like. Yeah, Because yeah. it, it was, because, like, yeah, the whole yeah. game was fun. Like, <laughs> to, I mean, to be fair, Todd probably, Todd did do a good job making it entertaining in itself. But, like, the fact that when Todd was, like, running around doing shit, it was just silent. And I was like, bro. Yeah. Like, you it's such a missed walking, opportunity. You just, yeah, walking, punching, grunting, breathing, that kind of, like, all those nonsense sounds. But like, um, come on, dog. <laughs> come on, yeah. dog. Uh, I hope, uh, hope that goes better with Odyssey. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, but in terms of other games, that's like the Hogwarts game. Bro, oh, I'm gas. I'm ang- I'm playing the shit out of that. I'm gonna kick it to you. That shit looks so fucking sick. I'm excited for that without a doubt. I completely forgot about that. Yep, me too. And obviously, Resident Evil and God of War anything relating to those i'll be excited for whenever it comes out at some point hmm i also right. i do uh, i do apologize i'm going to jump back to the podcast question because i had a couple pieces i wanted to okay to say yeah, on that front. For it. um uh i'm probably sure todd mentioned the whole idea of like we had a podcast in the past developed into ggp and then we kind of like realmed this idea first of all uh i probably more so on the part of like how to go from an idea to a product podcasting at least for myself is a creative outlet because you can talk about anything and everything you want. And there is an audience for you to do that. Even if it's five views. I mean, like I released the captain's lodge on my own end gets like 30 views an episode, but it's still an audience nonetheless. So I think that that Mm -hmm. first of all is really important. Secondly, we are very fortunate because we are in a niche market in terms of a one piece treasure cruise podcast. And we will dominate that market because again blow smoke up todd's ass todd's part of the show and he is the prime 
member of the One Piece Treasure Cruise market. So if we're talking business-wise, we dominate that market because of A, we were first to market. We are technically the biggest Treasure Cruise podcast, if the only one. I think there's the, the Spanish boys do one as well. Plus, it's for the most part, it's all organically grown. We have a lot of people that have joined the podcast based upon hearing it. Um, and on top of that, make sure you use Anchor. We're not sponsored. This isn't a sponsored section. I, mean, I, I wish one day. But Anchor literally makes it so simplified to release content on podcasting platforms. And at the end of the day, your consistency... Sorry, the consistent amount of listeners and viewers you get from Anchor, uh, from like... Uh, audio only it's way more consistent than it is for like youtube for example for a podcast because mm-hmm. like youtube fluctuates like we have what was it episode 60 it was literally titled disappointing is now our most viewed podcast episode and that's a completely oh, arbitrary shit. episode <laughs> right that had no, there was no hype there was no nothing about that it was just a random ass app but then we'll release an app the next week and it'll get half the amount of views for example so YouTube shouldn't necessarily be your gauge for a successful podcast. Your gauge for a successful podcast should be, are you building up a base of individuals that are like interested in listening? And simultaneously, are you, um, are you having consistent listeners on audio platforms? Because I think the benefit for us re- releasing such a long, uh, a long form show is that, for example, my trek to work is 30 minutes in, 30 minutes back. So I can mm-hmm. listen to like an hour of worth of a podcast to do that. But I guess to summarize this, and I don't want to take up too much time. I apologize for jumping back. Pick any idea. It doesn't matter. I think the whole, the benefit of podcasting, and I'll, I'll speak for everyone, is that we, I reckon the four of us have A, grown closer together. B, we've gained a lot of chemistry so we can really bounce off each other quite well. And C, all of us have become more and more proficient at speaking for long periods of time as well. And I think that those skills alone are beneficial in your day-to-day life regardless. So even if you create a podcast and you get no viewers, just the benefit of you producing, directing, creating, editing, that's all thats all um, uh, experience. And then simultaneously speaking, being able to speak well is probably one of the most uh, expensive skills. Because you can be proficient at your technical skill, but if you're unable to communicate and unable to speak, you know, there's there's give and take there for sure. So I think that make a podcast, whatever it is, and just get talking, get some friends that you have some chemistry with, and then see what happens. You, you literally never know in the internet content creation space, something might pop and you might become the biggest podcast in the world. So just, just do that. Anyway, I apologize for completely hijacking the, the show just then. Um, it's all good i believe we are up to the carissa question is my guess oh yeah she i was talking with her right before the podcast and she was hyping up this question all right from at carissa sunrise (laughs) aka queen ski aka sweat ski aka carissa booski booski aka carissa sunrise sweat i don't know um congratulations (laughs) on her luck on the on the on the uh on the pools recently she she got some banging luck i believe so that's really good to hear for her. Uh, if the whole GGP crew was stranded on a deserted island with only a couple fruit trees and huntable animals, no shelter unless crafted from island materials by hand, who would be the first to go, the one to take charge, the one to do nothing, and the one to actually survive? 
So we have four roles mm. there, essentially. Oh my god. So who's the first yep. to go? As in well, die? I think, I think uh, it, yeah, the first I, to die. Yeah, I probably say. we'll say to die, or we'll say like to disappear, maybe. It's like I'm leaving the island. So I'm just gonna swim off this island somewhere. We'll say to die. Who's the first to perish, do you think, out of the four of us? I mean, probably me, honestly. Because I feel like I would feel like confident in doing something and it'll get me killed. <laughs> you talk about, I'm going to take out this boar. I'll fight this boar. And the boar just comes in and tears him apart. Or like if, some, if something's happening to us, I'll be like, I'll step in. I'll try and save you guys. But then I get killed. And then we're like, all right, well, that's, that's food nah, for I'll us. take lead on it. Nah, but I'll then if I die first, it, it gives you guys plenty of food, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're fucked. We're fucked. Um, <laughs> all right, so we'll, we'll put Todd as a temp right there. Um, the one to take charge. All right. I'll probably do that. That would, that would be definitely you. I'll yeah. probably take charge. Would I be good at it? Yep. I don't fucking know. But I'll be like, hey, do this, do that. Someone's going to do it. The one to do nothing. I think that's flame. I'm gonna kick it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be chilling. Flame like, hey guys, yeah. relax. It's we'll be fine. Don't stress. Flame yeah, will be bro, so, so chilled I, out. I'll be the dude drawing the SOS and the Yeah, you would be like, guys, we'll get picked up in no <laughs> time, and all of us are like dying. <laughs> Dude, like, you know, try, like everyone's trying to help do something, and like flames, oh look, look what I made. I made like this really cool statue. It's like, bro, we need help with the uh with the shelter. I'm over, I'm over here. I'm over here trying to fucking spark a fucking bonfire. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, those stress. I think the one to actually survive would be Knight. I reckon Knight has like some embedded survival skills that he's like read somewhere. He's got some internet. primal, some primal <laughs> instincts will kick in. Man's a demon. <laughs> like, a, the whole, like a whole, like a whole, a little bit. A whole like war breaks out on the island. Knight's not there. It's like over. He comes back. He's like, "Oh, what I miss?" <laughs> and then the oh, rest oh, of oh, there. Oh, all three of us are dead. <laughs> all three of us are perishing. Knight steps back in. He's like, "Okay, anyway, moving on. More food for me." <laughs> there you go. Well, I reckon yeah. if the four of us could put it on an island, we'd figure it out. Some, I reckon. I, I reckon we would. We would get there eventually, I think. Yeah, I genuinely think that we'd figure it out. Like, no stress. So, uh, you know, look, I reckon, you know, that's, there you go. There you go. Look out for the next episode when we get to the island. Look out the next episode when we're on the Mr. Beast Island Challenge. The four of us are going to win an island. Episode 69, we're uh, on the uh, the deserted island. Yep. Deserted island challenge. (laughs) There you go. You know, uh, make sure you become a member so we can purchase an island. I mean, go to a deserted island. (laughs) 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 Next question from at obsidian underscore steed. They ask, Banner has been knocking these level limit break legends out of the park for the next batch of old legends. Who are you hoping they fix to make them playable? We've got a recent new set. Yeah, I want Moria. Todd pulled enough Moria Moria's in his multis recently to Dude, the sad thing about it was is like after like I, I had a max level limit break before the Suko started. That's fucked. So, That's so shit. I'm so upset. <laughs> That's so shit. Well, I didn't say reason... Moria, I said Morbius. Oh sorry, the, mm. the better the new legend coming. You won't do we weren't meant to say anything about Oops. that. I'm sorry, Yoshi. Gomenasai. Gomenasai. <laughs> 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 oh, I hate this but guy just for, for, for context, we got V1 Doflamingo, we got uh, V1 Sabo, we got V1 Marco, Corazon, and uh, V1 Croc all got level limit breaks, which we'll talk about 
all those characters and the new legends in the next episode. So that's fine there. But I guess like so who would be the next? Oldest, so the oldest characters that still don't have one at this point then are V1 Mihawk, Rob Lucci, and V1 Jinbei. So those three are really old that don't have one. But I want to see my boy V1 Katakuri get a level limit break. I want Hody. Hmm? What did you say, Knight? I said Cavendish. Cav, bro, he, he they, could, have, they, could potentially they could potentially do something crazy with Cavendish. Like, they could make him, like, super buff himself. Like, but bro, yeah, make, like, make, his, make his damage hair. rainbow. Yeah, when he becomes When you use his special, he gets yeah, rainbow damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's making when he's used as a captain. When you use him as a captain, he's like bullet. Yeah, but bullet's the go. That's that's an offset. Bullet actually is good. (laughs) Once again, bullet wins. I'm just saying, bullet wins with the new lore and the new uh the new kid. As always. Also, I'm as always on a treasure cruise night. I'm fucking cursed. I pull every legend as a six star. Not as I literally the last four new legends I've pulled all six stars. Yeah, a, but you said that as you pull like yeah, the new kid as I, and the as I pulled kid in the badge and two multis, which is fucking mental. <laughs> so I'll take, I'll be cursed any day of the week, bro. And no stress. Yeah, if you're getting that kind of lucky, I'll take 100%. it. Hundred percent. Yeah, I did do two right. more multis after that. Got dick, so I didn't care. I was like, no stress. Uh, I might do. You know what? I might do some on the law part. I don't fucking know. My fucking. Well, it's out right now. All right. Well, I'm gonna do them right now. Todd, next question from Voiceeker. Can, you can pop Next that question from Voidseeker says, OPGC as a game feels like it has quite a few things in, in, in its favor and some against. For example, it's one of, if not the best looking One Piece game, but mm-hmm. also has no rarity filter, mm-hmm. potential ability filter, or a, or a button to switch from ascending to descending order. Mm. With this in mind, what are the aspects that you like and dislike the most out of OPTC, aside from obvious treasure map <laughs> and Sugo problems? I do agree with the filtering system because sometimes yes. it's... Seen, what what I've actually realized is, you know how you sort by get date? Yep. What yeah. What it actually does is it'll sort by color and then within the color, it'll sort by alphabetical order. So it's not the actual, like... It's very weirdly... I don't know. It's very weirdly structured. But I do think... Oh, yeah. Because when you do pulls, it, like, yep. it orders the characters differently. It orders yeah. the characters differently to how you pull them, right? Um, so I think that that's definitely an issue. I feel like the filter, I mean, and now with level limit break, it'd be nice to get a filter for that. I think like any, any feature in the game needs to be implemented to make it more efficient. That's all I care about now. Powering up takes forever still, even with all the upgrades that have have happened. And especially Um, with Grand Voyage where you like, you need very, very specific abilities to get activated. So being able to filter some of them, like potential abilities are actually very useful for Grand Voyage. It would be cool as well. You know how like the new like lobsters, how you can power up to like 999 or whatever, like use that many. Yeah. It would be neat if they implemented um, a new kind of uh, system to that where like it did like... um, it was like, okay, you can feed this many to 99, this many to 105, this many to 110, this many to 120, this many to like, it had like, like notches. So you could just like quickly like drag to like those levels. Yeah, because so the slider bar can be annoying at times. Yeah. So uh, there's- Or I even think, like if yeah. there was a button that automatically fed stuff to get your yeah. character to the level you want or like, cause like Dokkan has that. I agree. Or, so 
So I think it's like the game has its problems, but I mean like I mean like gameplay wise, there's obviously going to be issues. But I don't want to like I yeah. think I think the problems or like the things that I dislike and and simultaneously like is that I want them to be more kind of like buttons or features or like uh, ways to make it more efficient, like consistently efficient. That is. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Would would be my would be my kind of crux. Oh, and I think obviously the friend captains need to be tweaked a little bit too. Yeah, I um, agree. Because like, yeah, sometimes it's really hard to find very specific friends. And I think even if you're able to filter within your friends list for like same character, but then like with level limit break or with rainbow or with certain cotton candies or something like that would be mm-hmm. nice. But you can only do one filter at a time, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, like multiple filters would be super convenient as well. Yeah, I agree. All right. No better Next. way to end it off than with Cody. Cody, as per usual. Hey, guys. Thanks, as always, for the work that you do. Last ep was excellent. A question for Todd and Poppy. I'm thinking about getting into AFL. Big NFL fan. Just wondering what may be the best way to do that. Are there streaming services, good ways to watch online, etc.? I'll pass that to, to you, Todd. Yeah, so the it's really annoying because I know Carissa was looking into it as well. And the main problem is, is there really is not a good way to to watch it in the US. I think, um, I think it's called Watch AFL or WatchAFL.com.au or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. if you just look up Watch AFL, you should be able to find something along that line. Uh, but it does cost money, which you know, it is what it is. It, it yeah. kind of sucks. But um, the streaming service that I use to watch the AFL games, unfortunately, it literally only works in Australia. So I think if yeah. you have a VPN, you can use um Kayo K A Y O. Yep. Um, that works very well, and you can watch a bunch of other sports internationally as well with it. But yeah, unfortunately, not too many ways you can watch it. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, Todd's the guy for that, so take all that you know mm. advice on for sure. Um, next, or part. just hit me up on Discord or whatever about that. Yeah, exactly right. Send him, send a message through. And uh, next part, what was everyone's first video game growing up mine was either the ninja turtle arcade game on nes or super mario bros what was everyone's first game growing up i didn't own a video game console until i was like maybe seven or eight years old where i had like my first game boy advance Mm. so before that my friend who used to live down the same street as me uh, i used to go to his house and he had the uh, snes and we would play super mario brothers together Mm -hmm. So that was probably my first video game I ever played. There you go. So Not, is this quite is this is this question asking the first game I ever played or a game that I played a lot growing up? First game you ever Just played, I guess. First the first the first game I ever played was probably a bad game. I shouldn't have played it because I was really young, but I played Scarface, the movie game. Oh my days. <laughs> oh my days. Yo. That that oh, doesn't count like when I was super young and like I was just playing around like on Pac-Man, like on my mom's console because I don't remember that shit. But the first game I ever played was, uh, was yeah, killing people in Scarface. <laughs> That's crazy. Mental. Yep. Right, you not? Uh, I think the first game I ever played was. Oh God, I think it was the SpongeBob the movie game on nice. Game Boy Advance. Fucking little goofy goober. Oh, that's that's memes right there. Um, I think for me, like I'm, I was like, I mean, I was probably the same as Todd, but like my um 
some for some reason like we we had a SNES at home. I don't know who bought it, where it came from. My parents don't even speak English, let alone know what a SNES is. But like we had a SNES <laughs> sure, at, at home, and we had like the um, I don't remember what it's called. It's like the, it's like the Mario All Star Collection thing, where it has like Mario Bros. Like one, two, three, Lost World. Yeah. So, so, I, so basically, I played probably the first game I ever like actively like consciously played was probably Mario, like way way back. I hell yeah. Uh, okay. Nintendo What's, Nintendo is the gateway drug. It is now, and you know the Pokemon <laughs> conversation kind of echoes that, right? We're all fucking stuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next part. What's one thing that you're hoping to achieve in the next couple of years? That's actually a good question. What are you? What are you boys? What's the? I need a five month plan. I need a five year plan. I need a ten year. Plan. What's the? Uh, what's the plan? Bro, I don't even know what years. I'm doing tomorrow. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow, <laughs> let alone in five years. Bloody hell. Damn. Um. Oh, just a couple of years, like two, three years from now. What are you thinking? Yeah. Uh, what What are you hoping for? Um, probably, st- I don't know, just uh, just keeping a stable relationship and uh, mm. with me. Just, um, yep, yeah, well, with everybody. Let's nah, be real. Just, just me. Just I need you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> need yeah, I know. I guess a stable relationship and uh, I guess uh, living with carissa would be awesome too in the next couple of years oh. but we'll see how things go as long as things keep going in a positive manner mm-hmm. not much Better. else in my mind at the moment just tracking yeah. along with youtube and twitch it would be nice too but is that do you have special. like a do you have any sort of like sub goal view goal sub like twitch sub goal like is anything yeah, you like, want to kind of achieve in the next couple of years in like that the, front? I, I do like the whole like goal thing but i know because I, I don't remember, know i do find it I find it I cringe remember, at the same time because like, yeah, I remember in, mm-hmm. a, in the sorry to cut you off, but I remember in the last couple eps you like mentioned like at the end of the day like the numbers don't really mean much to you like analytically speaking you're just like the sub count doesn't matter or like it's not like you take it like you're, like it, it it affects you or whatever I suppose so like yeah on that kind of accord do you think that you'd want to hit like a hundred k in the next couple of years would be oh yeah I really want to reach a hundred k hundred k would be awesome that's probably like the number one like thing I want to achieve. Because mm. I mean, that's just a huge milestone in and of itself, and yeah. getting the recognition from YouTube from that would be awesome too. Yeah. But yeah. like this, at the end of the day, like the sub goal, as as cool as what it is, as long as um, videos continue to do well, that's yeah. my my main crux. And as long as mm-hmm. they continue to do well, I'll keep doing it. So perfect. All right, I'm gonna chuck it to Flame. What are you thinking? Next couple of years. Within the next two years, I'm. I'm planning to get my first YouTube play button. There we go. Yes, sir. Let's go. Which is 100k. <laughs> he's gonna. He's put the gauntlet down. So we're gonna have. We're gonna be. Hopefully, we have GGP still going in the next. Mark two it years. down. So after you've heard it here first. 28th of May or 27th of May for the other guys. 2024. Flame will have 100k. That's the plan. He'll take us all with him as well when he gets 100k. We'll all be successful with him. The, uh, if, if, if these reaction andies pop off then there you go so who knows <laughs> night what's your next couple of years what are you vibing um i don't know man like i don't know i think it would be cool to i don't know find a nice gal and let's go you know, we kick it <laughs> <laughs> I, I think i think that's yeah, I probably that. like I, I the, the angle yeah yeah i feel that without a doubt 
What about career-wise? Anything career-wise? Anything study-wise? Anything? No, I don't want to go to Korea. <laughs> I'm, you know, yeah, great point. Great point. I'm not trying to go to. Korea. I mean, go actually, to... South Korea kind South of. South Korea. I'll go to South love, Korea. I'd love to go to. Now, you know I'd what? Love to go to South Korea. Episode 69. GGP survives North Korea. Look forward to that episode. Battle <laughs> <laughs> <Bell> Royale. <laughs> we're talking, we'll be talking about Super Tango Ball while we're like. <laughs> but yeah, like, is there anything like in that kind of front that you're like looking towards? Um, just like, uh, I'm, well, I'm going to be finishing up school um, in August, so hopefully with that, with my degree and stuff, I'll be able to, like, get just, like, a better job, and then from there, like, you know, just, like, good things all around, so Mm -hmm. that's something to look forward to, I guess, Mm -hmm. even though it's, like, Months just have like years. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Um, uh, for myself, uh, yep. I reckon, uh, career-wise, I want to be making minimum six figures in two years, no less. Uh, that's the, and, and you know, I want to. I just want to have a very good career. Like, I want to build a very good foundation very early on. Very early on. Very early on. Mm-hmm. Um. I think like mental health wise, I want to, you know, just be able to be uh, definitely a lot healthier in that front, find happiness just in day to day stuff. And you really, really kind of be calmed down and relax and have a, have a, <clears throat> have a better grasp of it overall, instead of like flipping between like good and bad, just kind of like being able to control that a lot, a lot more is probably something that I, I'm definitely striving for in the next couple of years without a doubt. Um, and then I think on the GGP front, it's going to sound like we joke about the money wise a lot, but I want to get GGP to a point where I can pay these guys at least a little bit of money every month. Like we can do that now, but like, it's not a, it's not significant enough. And again, like money's irrelevant at the end of the day. But I think that like, I think like it would be a token of our success if we were to also have a financial income stream come from GGP as well. Just like having a podcast that also makes a bit of revenue on the side, I think is would at least for me personally would be an incredible feat. Um, and I think that yeah. that that's something that I really am striving for. And I think that right now GGP is heading in a really good direction, and people are really enjoying the non OPTC apps as well. So I would really like to turn GGP into just a really solid, very good podcast. I think one day I would love to do a live episode with the four of us all together. Oh yeah. I think that that's, I think now that like hopefully things are easing up and like opportunities are approaching in terms of travel, I think that one day I, I would love to organize something between the four of us to be able to record a, a live episode together. That would be probably the, or that, that's not probably in the next couple of years, but that'd be like, if we ended GGP in the next couple of years, that'd be like a reunion episode at some point. Cause I think that that'd be super important <clears throat> as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, honey i would like to do your ad read please yeah yeah that's what i, I want to see not do a honey ad read live you know what that's actually there you go in the next couple of years i would love for ggp to actually get a sponsor yeah i think that'd be that'd super be cool that'd be super awesome because i think that that'd be like you know that'd be a really good step in a, in a fantastic direction so i don't know how we're gonna do it but somehow we'll, we'll figure that out i suppose as, as things come to it um we're gonna next- we're gonna get the ggp stew 
That's what I'm saying. It's time. <laughs> Get the GGP. G, bro, if we got G Fuel sponsorship before Todd, down bad. Todd's got to quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my. I'm gonna hit up G. I'm gonna hit up G Fuel after this episode. Get this one. That still perplexes out, yeah. me to this day, man. Facts. All right. Either way. In your opinion, who is the best and worst superhero in the DC and Marvel universes? For Cody, its best would be Wolverine and Batman. Worst would be Cyclops and OG Aquaman. Best and worst superheroes. Um, For me. Here I would go. say Spider-Man, Batman. I was about to say Morbius. I was, I was like, it's a chance. Like, <laughs> that was a chance, bro. You missed it. Yo. Uh, it's Morbin time. But yeah, not all right, there you go. End, end of question. End of question. Next question. No, <laughs> uh, there you go. Sorry. Go on, though. Spider-Man. Um, worse. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man, Batman for best for me, personally. Uh, worse. Uh. God, I don't even know. Like, Adam Man is that a person? I'm pretty sure there's some guy. Yes. Oh, there's the <laughs> Adam. Think is that? Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, in DC, uh, gold. Um, what Booster Gold? That's that guy's name. What the fuck? Booster Gold. Who the, the hell is Booster Gold? What the hell? <laughs> Sounds like the a Jojo stand. <laughs> it does. What the hell? That's crazy. I don't know anything about that. Alright. I don't know. I, I, yeah, Spider-Man and Batman is a good choice, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I love Wolverine too. But mm-hmm. yeah, worst? Like, worst <sighs> is tough. I don't know about worst. worst. I probably couldn't answer it. There's a lot of like average superheroes, but I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that's just straight up like, nah, this guy is absolute trash. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of really average ones though. I like Doctor Strange too. Yeah. Doctor Strange is pretty bad. I, I, I would say for me, like my favorites would probably be Iron Man and Doctor Strange. Probably the two that okay. I, I really like a lot. Worst, I'm not a, I'm not across DC enough to to give like a best and worst there, but maybe worst for Marvel. Um, I I don't know. Still, I I don't think I there's any superhero that I absolutely despise. Maybe Black Widow. There you go. If I had to pick one, I'd probably say Black Widow. Mm. Actually, from the DC, I, I'm not a big fan of Shazam. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. I, think, uh, I think Shazam is kind of lame. It's basically like Superman, but like it's just a kid. Kid, yeah. <laughs> Child. All right, Flame. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Boy. Boy. I like, I like Batman and Thor, but I also nice. really like The Flash. Mm. Um, as, as far as the uh, worst ones, not as in like, their strength but i i don't fuck with aquaman i think yeah, he's I pretty that. whack yep um as far as uh marvel mm, i don't like uh i don't like um fucking vision yeah i feel that too yeah. i feel he that died too. like Bradley. ezra miller though yeah ezra miller bro what's he doing in hawaii the flash now? is cool but the recent like iterations of the flash yeah. are so lame I'm I'm talking about the stuff he's been doing like now. Oh yeah, he's a he's a creep. Yeah, yeah. bro. How the fuck? Uh, I'm not to get into the Johnny Depp shit, man. But like, oh my God. they're keeping Ezra. They're gonna keep Ezra Miller on for the uh, for the Fantastic Beast films because isn't he? He's uh, but then like Johnny Depp, no shot. Rest in peace, my guy. Yeah, that, anyway, that's fucked up. That's so fucking. That that guy's Ezra Miller's a fucking psychopath, like straight up. <laughs> Anyway, not to get, we're not going to get into that realm. Next part. 
Are any you are any of you fans of the boys series? I've been loving it since catching up last year. Yes, um, sir. So, so good. So for me, I actually haven't seen the boys neither, or neither have I. or or the is it the Invincibles or Invincibles? Yeah, Invincible. I haven't, I, have, I haven't seen either of those. I am looking forward to checking mm. both of them out. I go. heard that the bo- I heard that the boys is getting a new season pretty soon. It is. So mm-hmm. whenever remember, that uh, comes out, I might check it out. Colbin Dill was super like they were they were super into it as well. I remember we talked about it like ages ago. I remember one of our episodes is titled "The Boys" actually, from way way back. <laughs> so I remember they yeah, were into it at the time too. It's really cool because it's like more of a realistic take on like if superheroes were a real thing, like how would the world function? And it's kind of like, um they're kind of like hired like they're under like an organization and like they're like hired out pretty much and it's all yeah. about money and advertising and using the 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 heroes for like movie films and advertisements and yeah. just showing behind the scenes and how how gritty it is and it's just uh it's it's more realistic and it's just uh it's it's a lot of fun it's really funny too yeah. the characters yeah. are great and they also yeah. show like how like being a superhero isn't as glamorous as it is like right. mm. they suffer through like actual like human shit like they have like depression yeah. or they go through like addictions and shit which is yeah. yep. i like that aspect it's really cool mm-hmm. there you go there we go all right and our favorite part food questions so yes. as per usual he puts it into the con- he puts it into the brackets best uh better topping ketchup slash tomato sauce or mustard Ketchup. I'm a tomato. Yeah, ketchup is ketchup better on depends. most things. Yeah, yeah it agree. depends on what, but I'll just say ketchup. <laughs> I'd agree. But mustard, agree. mustard's good. But I think if you say like the majority of the time, you'd rather have ketchup on something than mustard. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. Yeah, there's really a lot of like yeah. Australian like, like uh, how would you call it? Um, like mm-hmm. petrol station food, like gas station kind of food, like pies and sausage rolls and like. All yeah. those kind of snags or like, you know, all that kind of stuff is straight like tomato sauce ketchup level. Like Fact. always. Fact. Like very at least more consistently than others. Yeah. Uh, what is the hottest meal you've ever had? He said, uh, Bubba Ray's Death Wings had to sign a medical release form. That's fucked. Damn. That's Holy actually shit. fucked. <laughs> Imagine he died. Imagine he just- <laughs> that fucked up. Uh, CS um- Ghost. Says ghost. <laughs> uh, um, I, think, I, I remember when I went to um, um, what do you call it? Where I go? Bali for a vacation right before COVID hit, mm-hmm. and at one of the convenience stores there, they had one of those. Uh, you know the spicy ramen challenge? Yeah, I've had one of those. It was, yeah. it was like that in the cup form, but it was double spice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've seen that on YouTube. I'm gonna buy that. And Idiot. <laughs> it is by far and away the, the hottest thing I have ever tasted. Uh, and the weird thing about it is, is even though it is literally killing you and it is so painful, it tastes so good. Yeah. And it's, that's the hard thing. But yeah, it was so freaking hot. I'd probably echo that. Probably not like the, the instant ramen one, but I've, I've, I think the hottest thing I've done is like, there was like spicy ramen challenges or whatever. And them shits, and it's like you have to like drink all the broth too. So you're sitting there just like chugging down just pure fire. And you're like, uh, uh, like, oh dear, yeah, like, <laughs> heinous. But um, that was yeah, that's probably for me. Um, for me, I actually I actually really like spicy stuff. Like I actively look for it. Yeah. Um, however, 
this actually happened to me uh last week so i went to this place in new york it's called dirty taco it's a taco place obviously they um they have a like a wide (laughs) a wide assortment of tacos they have like 50 different uh, tacos you can get it's actually pretty crazy so i got like this spicy taco i don't remember what it was called but i remember i picked it up and i saw like this stray just random red pepper and i was just like all right whatever I bit this fucking pepper. Yo, that was the hottest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I knew it was that fucking oh. pepper because I ordered two of that taco and the next one I plucked the pepper out and I, it was okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that fucking random red pepper. Yo, that shit hit. I was like, holy fuck. Oh, I, I, still, I was still able to eat it. I, I could have ate the other one, but I was like, nah, nah, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> not today. <laughs> Mental. Um, for me, like flame, I I also do like spicy food, but I think I think the only thing that really I remember being the hottest was the time that I had kimchi. Like that was oh, pretty yeah. crazy for me. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've never tried kimchi before, but I know kimchi the Koreans is, love it. Kimchi is delicious. It's pretty good. Yeah. We should do um we should do a GGP episode in person and do the um, the hot ones challenge with the yeah the All right, oh, let's go <laughs> I'll prep some questions I'll find I'll find some stuff out I'll do it with you guys while I'm asking the questions but you know get my man Sean Evans up in here I'll just yeah. I'll just give him a call real quick no stress no big deal right <laughs> um and lastly what is one snack food that is specific to your area that you feel needs to be served around the world. He says, all dressed chips, by far the best flavor I've ever had. A snack food. All dressed chips. Let me look it's that a, up I think it's quick. it's like a Canadian, like, like, definitely, yeah, it's a Canadian, like, chip thing. I've, I've heard of them before. Oh, it's like potato chips. Yeah. Okay. Snack. Um, I don't know if, it, I guess it doesn't technically count as a snack, but I think um, all the food that is basically only in Australia, or maybe in, like, the UK as well, just a meat pie. Yeah. Yeah, I would well, to get on that. To be honest, meat pies are crazy. Like, I and I'm not yeah. like the biggest fan of them either. But when you get like one of those and like it just the, the pastry is flaky and you know like and fresh then, ones. Yeah, hundred percent. Like a meat pie with some tomato sauce on it. Like, yeah. If if you go to like set. a bakery, like sometimes when um when Ooh. I was a kid, we'd go on like vacation Ooh. and we go to like a regional bakery Ooh. and like they make them fresh and oh, dude, it's nothing better. Nah, meat pies are crazy. I'd agree. I'd actually echo that yeah. too. What about the um, American? Hey, try those. For me, for me, I I like a lot of the basic stuff, so I'm sure most people have it. But there is a very popular bag of chips that are in New York that most people like over here. They're called Takis. Oh yeah. I don't know if you oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't I have those. They like spicy. Yeah, they're like spicy they, uh, chips. They're spicy chips. Yeah. 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 The the main one's the purple bag. So um, what do they taste like? Um, it's just, it's like a corn chip, but it's just like they're they're like really red. They're and they're just like it's just spicy. That's that's what it tastes like. It's okay. kind of like a flaming hot. Yeah, but not really. Because yeah. I've tried flaming hot Cheetos and those are those are so good. But, yeah, you would probably you'd probably like them then. Yeah. Nice. Where are you not? What's your snack? 
I would say my snack, it's it's kind of more like an appetizer, but like in the Midwest, um, mostly in Wisconsin, like cheese curds are pretty popular, oh, yeah. and th those things are bangers. Yep. Pog. There you go. There you go. Not for me, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of cheese, to be honest. Really? The cheese is oh, fun. I, 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 I like cheese, but... Not to the point where, like, you know how people will, like, literally, like, cut cheese, put it on crackers and stuff, or, like... Oh, you're not, you're not, you're not into a charcuterie board? You're not a charcuterie board? Nah, I'm not into that kind of thing, man. Nah. I mean, I'm, I'm into it if somebody else makes the charcuterie board. If I have to do it myself, no shot. <laughs> I'm not fucking like doing usually, that. Usually, usually when they do, like, a platter of food, like, uh, you go to, like, a, a place and they put, a, like, a platter, all like, the cabana off of it, yeah. but, like, the cheese and the other stuff is not for me. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Uh, and uh, as always, it's been a pleasure and a big thank you all for the birthday love, your boy Cody in Canada. Thank you, Cody, as per usual. We appreciate your questions. Yeah, happy birthday, man. He had his birthday yeah. recently. So That's right, he shout did. Shout out to him. Uh, shout out to Cody. And I think that that, shout, that shouts out our last episode forever. See you guys. I don't know why I said it like that. But uh, <laughs> I, that shouts yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> <next> episode. <laughs> We're in North We're Korea. In episode. Episode yep. 69, we're in North Korea, as a matter of fact. So we might be dead. Uh, so look forward to that. But uh, as per usual, we appreciate all your love and support on the channel. If you want to support us, make sure you go hit the like button, you hit the subscribe button, and you comment down below your favorite part of today's episode. Whilst you're there, if you want to support us financially, you can do so by hitting that join button. Bunch of different tiers. Thank you to all of our YouTube members once again. Uh, when you're in the description, go to our Linktree link. That is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash perfect. You can find all of our social media platforms on that link. Speaking of which, our Twitter at GGP Podcast. Make sure you go hit a follow on, on that to keep up to date with all GGP things. Like we said, YouTube community tab always stays popping. So make sure you stay up to date there. Uh, if you want to support us on the audio only version of the podcast, you can do so by going to anchor.fm forward slash goodgreatperfect and you can find us on the major uh, streaming platforms, the three main ones being Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify as well. And whilst you're in the description, go to our social media links at Flamvius, at NightmareJP, at Toski and at Captain Poppy. Go follow us. Go do all that kind of fun stuff. Go follow Knight on Twitch. He's going to start streaming. Go follow Flame. He's back in the YouTube. Go sub to Todd. You know, he's still doing his thing. And, you know, you can hang around with me on Twitter as well. With that being said, gentlemen, episode 68 in the books. I've been Captain Poppy, Flame, Knight, and Todd. Thank you all since that episode. Todd, guys, next time. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.